Baked Alaska, I'm having a fight. It threw me under the bus. Had a guy on his stream called uh, Pot Awful, the worst guy in the world. On Alex Stein's inaugural Blaze show, he decidedly wore red shoes and almost made it a point that they be seen as a self-proclaimed conspiracy theorist. There is absolutely no chance Alex Stein doesn't know what red shoes symbolizes in the P community. This is a code. Alex also sells unmistakable merch to his map audience, I Love Baby Latinas, an obvious reference to his now infamous video where he dressed in drag in front of Mexican children and flaunts his bum and schmeckle. If you don't know about the red shoes conspiracy, pedophore satanic elites use red shoes to indicate to one another their proclivities with children. They wear them to elite parties and feature them in their horrifying art. Here's Jewish manlet and son of George Soros, Alex Soros wearing red shoes made of child leather. In a satanic and freemasonic ritual, Alex turns his dead mother into an AI persona, bringing her back to life and speaking to her. He says her conscience now pilots his blimp, and she can be seen in ghostly form in the cockpit. A rebirth is commonplace ritual in secret societies. Alex Stein claims to himself be a 33rd degree Freemason. He uses the all-seeing eye in the logo for his former podcast, The Conspiracy Castle. You may already be familiar with these rituals and spirit cooking, but do you know the symbolic nature of the blimp? Alex refers to himself as a pimp on a blimp. He has made his new show set an airship with his mother's ghost now being part of the blimp. This blimp symbology is so important to his mythos that he uses the pimp on a blimp phrase twice in his new marketing. How does it connect? Most no blimps or zeppelins were used by the occult practicing Nazis during World War II. This much is obvious. But the blimp itself holds more meaning than just its ties to occult practitioners that most don't know. You think I like seeing this crap? You think it doesn't piss me off? As with many private companies during wartime in World War II, Goodyear, famous for its blimps, were taken over by the U.S. Navy and used for spying. This spying did not end after the war, as the OSS then CIA continued using these dirigibles to spy on American citizens. Later on in the 1970s, the CIA found itself with ties to the child trafficking cult known as the Finders. Many now know about this connection, but what most don't is the CIA used Goodyear blimps at stadiums and sporting events to pick children to kidnap and traffic. The term blimp in the pedophile community and a symbol of a blimp is now used by pedos and child traffickers to indicate a parent who will willingly traffic their child to pedos. But by making his mother a blimp and being her pimp, Alex is signaling himself to be a pedo ringleader. Now back to the red shoes for a moment. It was exposed by former child actor Macaulay Culkin that he personally discovered that the red shoes that the elite wear are actually made of a leather formed from child flesh. Culkin went on to form a band called Pizza Underground. Of course, John Podesta, the name most associated with Pizzagate, is also known for he and his brother's famous red shoes parties. In Pot Awful's landmark video uncovering the basement below Comet Ping Pong, in a nod to Culkin, Jesse added the hashtag Pizza Underground. Also notable is that in the run-up to his new show, Alex Stein began going through a transformation to actually become a blimp himself. So he is a pimp on a blimp, a pimp from a blimp, and a pimp that is a blimp. This may seem like a childish aside, but transformation is incredibly important to pedivores. They drink the adrenalized blood of the young. 
Transformation processes like this can be seen in rituals such as the famous skull and bones coffin initiation. It's important to note for detractors of this message that those in the know, like Alex, love flaunting their knowledge of such things and then doing them right in front of your eyes. Here, Alex is seen discussing the pedivores of D.C., a town he frequents. To go to D.C., I, I couldn't imagine the people that live in Washington, they have a freaking, you know, uh, humiliation fetish, I believe. Oh, I was just there. I mean, it's built by Freemason freaking child predators, Bill Clinton-type people. I mean, oh, my gosh. So why does it matter that Alex flaunts his connections to child trafficking pedo elites? I'm happy to tell you. Alex now claims to be running for the school board of Highland Park in Texas. This was the school system Alex himself went to. Obvious concerns about a red shoes pedivore being in charge of the council meeting he himself makes mockery of aside. There is another grave concern. The most damaging testimony came from an attorney who had witnessed Stein in a tax trial earlier this year. During that trial, the attorney said Stein made threatening remarks about Highland Park High School. Stein was quoted as saying, if I had a gun, I would shoot them right between the eyes. The jury also heard testimony from a Highland Park assistant principal who testified Stein had pointed a gun at him and students outside the high school. Stein testified that incident happened after one of the students threw a hamburger at her. They attacked me, they're cowards, and they attacked me, a lady alone. During a courtroom break, Stein told reporters she pointed the gun to prevent any student from attacking her. I can't fight that gang of boys. I have to have something to help me because I can't fight with my fists. Alex Stein's paternal grandmother, Betty Minyard Stein, was a school shooter. Yes, you heard that right. His grandmother shot a student at Highland Park High, the very school where Alex is now running for board member. This was a great embarrassment to the Stein family. Is this all a revenge plan? Hey, Alex, your speech about the Avade school shooter was very powerful. Just wondering, were you inspired at all by your grandma, Betty Minyard Stein, doing all that school shooting at Highland Park High School and essentially getting away with it? Thanks, big fan. Pot awful. Pot awful? Are you kidding me? This guy is such a big troll. It is also very telling that one of Alex's first guest spots was an interview with Olmec, the once human king of a great civilization and current U.S. representative of the 14th District of Georgia. We want to welcome on the one, the only Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Welcome, Hi, Congresswoman Alex. Green. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing so much better now, and you look so great, Marjorie. Everybody's talking. That, listen, we have a few questions you want to get into. I ask the questions. But I don't have time to go down that rabbit hole. Okay, but quickly, on the day Olmec planned to appoint his trusted son Zuma as the successor to his throne, his evil other son, Thak, attacked with an army of banished temple guards in an attempt to kill Zuma and usurp the throne. To keep his civilization out of Thak's evil hands, Olmec split his powerful pendant of life in two. And then, before Thak could get both halves, cast a spell that turned everyone to stone until the pendant could be safely returned to him. All right, and my personal goal with this show, guys, is to not only entertain all the Primetime 99 supporters that I greatly appreciate, but I also want to entertain all the haters and all the candy asses that want to see this pimp on a blimp crash faster than the Hindenburg. And it's crashing. It's crashing terrible. Oh, my. Get out of the way, please. It's running and bursting into flames and, and it's falling on the morning fast. And all the folks between us, this is terrible. This is the worst of the worst catastrophes in the world. Oh, it's, it's, it's 
the strike from 20, oh, four or five hundred feet into the sky. And it, it's a terrific crash, ladies and gentlemen. The smoke and the flames now, and the flames crashing to the ground, not quite to the mooring mass. All the humanity and all the fans are just beaming around it. I don't do it. CPS, and this is Pot Awful. Don't go on the internet tomorrow. Very happy to have you, though. Alex Stein, the Hindenburg disaster, the Hindenburg disaster, they're saying in the chat earlier. That actually was a better name for this episode. You know, I'm just not that clever. But luckily, we've got you here, so thank you. Happy to be here. And by the way, Alex is happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. He's happy to be here. We don't actually have a lot of Alex drops, I realized before the show. I was trying to throw together some Alex drops. We've got two. So we're going to have to work on some Alex drops. Really be listening tonight. Maybe clip some Alex drops for me. We can get some stuff going here. Anybody? uh, Welcome, everybody. I'm talking like Alex now. You know, I'm super nervous because I don't know if you know this. Alex Stein, he started this new show at The Blaze, and it is him and the producer and like 15 other guys and all of Glenn Beck's money and a professional studio and me it's me so anyway welcome everybody thank you very much this is gonna be a great show and speaking of the people in the chat room let's check in with those people in the chat room and see what they're saying uh lots of people tuning in here and by the way share that show potawful.tv is the link share that show potawful.tv uh we can pretend h2bh they're saying h2bh on alex jones um hinden asperger's says bb bay in the chat room we got a lot of h2bh's and i'm so glad you guys are here i got excited very excited to see all of this i hope you are excited for this because this is a big episode i've been planning this one for a while and i had to do a lot of hard difficult work for this okay not only am i just the only guy who does pot awful it's me we've got some henchmen and everything but it's basically you know just me um the thing is is i have to sit there and watch the stuff that it would kill you it would pain you to watch my idea for this episode was i was going to watch every episode of alex's new show on the blaze and then find all the funniest little moments and present them to you. Unfortunately, what happened was the show kept getting pushed back and back and back again. So here's what happened. Um, When I originally had this idea, there were like seven episodes. When we finally got around to doing this idea, there were 27 episodes. And I couldn't f- 
fucking do it. Let me be very clear. After watching the insane amount of Alex Stein that I've watched, I'm drawing a line in the sand. I don't do this with any other goon. You are allowed to watch whoever you want. You're allowed to go check out their shows, their channels, their content. If they're making fun of me, whatever. I never tell you don't do that. I'm, I draw the line in the sand right now. This is it. Hop off if you like Alex Stein. It's over. I can't accept you. I don't want disgusting idiots who are into whatever it is Alex Stein is up to. I don't want them in my audience anymore. Shove off. Goodbye. Oh, seven to you. Uh, don't let the door hit you on the way out. That's it. What's that? Uh, do I hear taps playing all of a sudden? You're gone. I can't do it. You'll see why. If you disagree with this decision, you're about to see exactly why. Here's what happened. I made it through about seven episodes. About seven. Some, I have notes here, by the way. Um, let's see. I got the episode. No, I made it through. Yeah, I made it through seven. I made it through seven episodes. I skipped ahead at one point. I was really going to watch them all, and I couldn't do it. Now, you saw that intro there. The intro of the show... Uh, it was all a Twitter conspiracy thread that I put together. And I got to tell you something, by the way, everything I said in that conspiracy thing, it basically is true. I had Alex Stein fans fighting me tooth and nail on that conspiracy. You would think Alex Stein, the host of Conspiracy Castle, this guy 100% believes in conspiracies. So I would assume that all of his fans believe in conspiracies i thought for sure the best way to share with them the knowledge i have of alex the weird things he gets up to when he's playing in the lake with the children the weird things his grandma got up to in the 80s and by weird things i of course mean school bang 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 we're not talking finger guns i thought the best way for them to swallow that stein pill would be to tell them through a conspiracy and i'm pretty sure i did all my uh all my research correctly everything kind of linked together the thing about conspiracies is they all have to completely work with every other conspiracy that's ever existed or else they all fail so i really wove it all in there and by the way thank you to alex jones for narrating that now Here's the strange thing that happened. Every Alex Stein fan who ended up seeing this, and by the way, that thread went a little bit viral. It went mini viral, considering the fact that Alex blocks me and everyone who follows me on Twitter. Just by, like, he literally goes through my list and goes, block, 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 block. Considering that, considering I wasn't able to tag him in it or get any heat off of him, that thread did incredibly well, but the Alex people were not happy because we're chirping him. Alex is a goon, and they don't like it when we chirp their guy. But that's the thing. Alex, we've heard the goon alarm. Wait until you see this. So the goon alarm goes off on Alex's show. Now we know it's 100% settled. Science has settled. The goon alarm 9 million, 6 million. What is it? The goon alarm 6 million has detected. It's all true. Anything we say about Alex from now on is true. So the guys came out of the woodwork. They said, Jesse, 
Uh, this is crazy. Alex fights for us. He fights the drag queens for us, which, by the way, good. <laughs> wow, great. I, could you win that one? Are you sure? They're wearing high heels. Is it an even match? So Alex is terrified of pickles. His fans are terrified of revealing Alex's pickle to children. They can't comport these ideas. They think Alex is their guy. They think he's the anti-trans guy. He's the anti-drag guy. So when Alex gets dragged, they cannot handle it. I had several of them try to tell me that Alex was not wearing red shoes in the first episode. First episode of a show, I see the red shoes. I turn to my wife. I go, isn't red shoes one of those? She's like, oh my God, and red doors. And then she goes on to a long list of other things that make you somehow a pedo guy. Somehow make you paranormal. paranormal. You would think it would be effing children in the A. Mersh's uncle, father, several cousins, apparently his whole family style. You would think that would do it, but it turns out it's wearing red shoes. It's having a red front door on your house. Sorry to inform you, if you moved into a house like that, you are living in a former den of iniquity. Um, what are some other random little clues? There's clue. The, the point is, Conspiracy Castle guys know there are clues in this world, but the second you show them that the blimp, being the pimp of a blimp is a clue, they shut down to this idea entirely. They cannot handle it. They told me, no, my eyes are no good. Jesse, he's wearing orange shoes. Okay, then explain this one, Sherlock. How come in no episode of the show since then has Alex worn those same shoes? If it was no big deal. If they were just orange loafers, if turning the co- if turning the saturation up on your screen didn't perfectly reveal that these are red shoes, then how come we shamed him out of it? This is true. My thread on Alex officially made Alex stop wearing red shoes. I shoe bullied a man. He even actually addressed it in one of the episodes. Somehow. I couldn't find that timestamp, so we don't have it here for you, but I do remember him doing that at one point, directly pointing out that his sh- he actually tried to use the claim of his followers and say, they were orange. I was wearing an orange tie. They were orange. We found the exact shoes on Amazon that he was wearing. They were red. Okay. I turned up the contrast. Gavin was wearing brown shoes. Alex was wearing red. You cannot run from this. Alex is trying to run from his conspiracy past quite a bit. In fact, he deleted from YouTube every episode of the Conspiracy Castle, not just the episode that I was on. That was the original only one he had deleted. He's deleted them all. Something in his contract with the Blaze, or perhaps his contract with Moloch, is preventing him from revealing the truth, including being a flat earther. But we're going to get to all of that in a second. The thing is... That wasn't the only mini viral thread I had going on Alex Stein on Twitter. By the way, follow me on Twitter if you don't already. Uh, Check this out. This is crazy. So here we have, I uh, screenshotted this. Now, this is the first mistake that Alex made in his new The Blaze contract, okay? This is a big oopsie-daisy, and... 
I honestly can't believe he did what he did what the blaze did maybe it wasn't him directly he might not have even had a choice but I believe that what Alex did or what the blaze did here is one of the grossest scummiest moves you can make as one of these youtubers as one of these content creators I have autism I can't help it here's what happened I and I'm the guy who discovered this now this got quote tweeted by huge threads that were talking about um Elijah Schaefer and all these other things going on if you don't know back last year for like a year there was this huge show called you are here you are here daily with elijah schaefer and sydney watson it was on the blaze this was a big show a lot of crazy things happened on it if you know who jack murphy is it's unfortunately the result of this terrible terrible show i got no love for this show i don't like elijah schaefer either by the way um i'm known to uh, one of uh, my famous quotes about elijah schaefer is He's the only gay guy in the closet where the closet has a screen door. You can see it from a mile away. We've seen, I uncovered that Elijah Schaefer has a gay manservant that works for, he's like a little Hispanic manservant. And they, you can tell they do stuff together. Anyway, the point is they had this big show. The Blaze cancels the show. Sydney leaves the show. There's this whole controversy. Then it turns out Elijah apparently was sexually harassing women now there's the story is unclear there's a lot of moving pieces people are being sued there's a lot of stuff going on sydney watson suing the blaze but i gotta be clear about this the claim is elijah schaefer was sexually harassing or as alex stein calls it trolling i'm the king of all trolls none of these people are known and i'm like known you know across the world he was sexually harassing women it was totally women, women, and they have to tell you it was women, women, because otherwise we won't win the culture war. I guess you don't want to get pink pilled from the blaze. So their show ends. Now this is a huge show. They have a ton of subscribers. Very successful. It's just sitting there on YouTube. The Blaze still owns the channel. What do they do? They give it to Alex Stein. Nobody knew this. Nobody knew that's what had happened. I tweet this out. I said, the blaze has removed all of Elijah Schaefer and Sidney Watson's old you are here content and rebranded the channel with Alex Stein to instantly give him, instantly give a man 132,000 subs. Now we in the business refer to that as cheating. That's called cheating. What if nobody wanted to see an Alex Stein show? And I'm about to prove to you why nobody wanted to see an Alex Stein show. I can guarantee you, listen, Alex Stein, he's what's known as a small doses guy. You basically only want him a little bit. And really, you don't even want that. He's something you will accept a little bit because everything else is so shit that you're like, oh, okay. And then the second it lasts longer than one minute, you're done. Alex is now doing an hour-long program three times a week, by the way, supposedly live. Nobody wants to see this. 
but 132,000 people suddenly had it suggested to them. Not suggested. It came up in their subscription feed. Alex's first episode of his show, the comments were nothing but filled with people going, what the fuck is this? I didn't subscribe to this. I hate this. Boo. Boo, boo, boo. Now, I noticed in that first week, channel was losing a thousand subs per day. It's very shady. Kicked out of 109 YouTube channels. They're cyberbullying me to death. So we were monitoring the situation. By the way, the proof is, I've got the uh, screenshots here. The proof is if you go to the social blade for Alex Stein's channel, which is called Prime Time with Alex Stein, if you go to the social blade, it still has the old name of the channel for the URL. And uh, you can see it right there. You are here daily. It has a D grade because at the time, everyone was going, nope, 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 Sad! Pathetic! And jumping ship. Now, people were saying to me, well, Jesse, look, uh, you know, a, a couple weeks later, hey, look, the channel's actually growing now. Now the numbers are going up. Um... Where is, uh, okay, there's the, that's just the channel there. So 132,000. So now I think there's like 146,000 somewhere in there. Let me see if I can find it here. 149,000. So I've been slowly just watching this, biding my time, monitoring the situation, standing back and standing by as uh, our dear Lord Trump asked us to do. And I've noticed that the way the numbers have increased it's, it's sort of random. It's sort of random, but it's pretty often just a thousand in a day. One thousand. Here you go. One thousand, please. Thank you. They're buying subs. Now, here's the thing, and this is the other sickening thing. So, number one, cheating like this, taking an old big channel and pretending like, like, you should be embarrassed. If you are Alex Stein, who, by the way, I'm the king of all trolls. None of these people are known, and I'm like known, you know, across the world. Across the world. Being known across the world in the internet age is nothing. I'm known across the world. There are people watching right now across the world, okay? Am I the king of all trolls? Well, actually, yes. Yes, I am. But Alex Stein killed trolling. If you are Alex Stein and you are given a giant channel and everybody's like, no, you should be embarrassed. You should be begging Glenn Beck to undo this. No, let me just start. Hey, here's the thing. Alex has on his own, his Alex Stein channel already has hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Use that channel. Here's an idea. He's got like three channels with decent numbers. Any one of them will do. Private all the old videos, only put the Blaze stuff up there. I would beg to be doing that, but not Alex Stein. He's slimy. And here's the thing. Every Famous person, every big account, every single one, without exception, has bought followers and subscribers. The most famous people on earth, Billie Eilish, okay? This is supposed to be one of the biggest pop stars in existence right now. 
30% or more of her followers on any given platform are bought and paid for. Many of them bots that are bought by her PR team to post about Billy every day. Every time you see some bizarre K-pop fan cam where you go, oh, I guess I'm officially old now. I guess my life is over. And you start cocking your gun as the cool edits happen. And then for a second, you look at that one Korean girl and you're like, okay. And then you realize she wasn't born that way. And also that could easily be a dude. We need Alex Stein out there transvestigating K-pop stars for us. And as you, as you put the barrel of the gun, the loaded gun into your mouth and go, well, it was a good run until about 11 years ago. And I've been coasting ever since. Bye world. You didn't even bother writing an S note. You're like, who, who is it for? Who's no one in the future will even know how to read. There's no reason to do this. It's time to let my cats eat my face. While you're doing that, Alex Stein has PR people. How do you think he got kicked out of 109 reality shows? That's how the spineless one does it. He's had PR people this whole time. So if you think they're not buying him followers, buying him fake engagement, buying him (laughs) 40,000 followers Royce style on Twitter, you're wrong. They're all doing it. And if you're part of a big network like The Blaze, like the the likelihood of them doing it is 3 billion percent. It goes up. It, it, it is impossible that they're not at that point. So probably a good portion of those stolen subscribers from Elijah Schaefer and company, those are probably fake subscribers too, let's be honest. I, I Unless, of course, now there's always this as an option. I could be wrong because... Tell me if I'm wrong here. Are Indian people really all of a sudden into American politics? Because if they are, then they're 100% real. Pakistanis, Indians, Azerbaijanians, and Sri Lankans love American political humor. When they see... Alex, you ever see like Mexican TV? You ever tune into a Mexican TV show randomly? Univision comes on and you're like, what the fuck is this? And there's a guy squirting himself in the face with a fake flower like a clown. He's actually dressed slightly like a clown. But somehow you look at the bottom third of the screen. It's the news. You're watching. Hi, the news. It's a flower mystery. So you're watching. You're like, what the fuck is who is this for? Foreign people's brains. And when I say foreign people, I mean non-English speakers and also specifically non-North American English speakers. Because really, let's be honest, British people are exactly as stupid as Indian people and Australian people are exactly as stupid as, I don't know, Micronesians, a Polynesian guy. The point is, Alex Stein would be the king of Sri Lanka. So he might have actually made some real fans off of his bought followers. They probably saw him going, ah, ah, he brought a monkey on his show. I can't stress this enough. The last episode of his show that I watched, he had a monkey on. I couldn't tell if it was for a toddler or for a Sri Lankan or for James Soren Stone. 
I don't know who the intended audience is, uh, Steven Crowder, Runoff, or Babies, but it's one of those and nothing in between. So, oh my God, everything just blanked out for me for a second. That's no good. I think I actually beat my desk too hard just then and it actually turned my screen off for a second. Are we good? A Pakistani mystery, they say in the chat room. Micronesians are just tiny Polynesians. That's true. So let's just start with a simple one, okay? This was a clip put together by our favorite, Angie, from Potawful's Savage Clips. The proof, if you ever needed it, the proof that Alex Stein is a goon. Let's take a look. Jimmy Levy, welcome to the show, my friend. Now, just, just a random, completely random, chosen, out of a hat, interview that Alex did. Let's listen very carefully. What's up, brother? How are you? So, Libby, this is Jimmy. Jimmy, this is Libby. Hey, Jimmy. What's up, Libby? How's it going? She writes for the Post Millennial, uh, and, you know, she thinks she's all smart because you can read and write. Oh, oh well. I, I think that's got to be... A little quiet, a little echoey. I don't, I don't know if you caught that, but uh, let me roll that back just a little bit. Hey, Jimmy, this is Libby. Hey, Jimmy. What's up, Libby? How's it going? So, she writes for the Post Millennial, uh, and, you know, she thinks she's all smart because you can read and write. Gentlemen, it is official. Alex Stein is I, maybe. Listen, if he's not a goon, he's at least bringing on goons as guests. There it was, the goon alarm. Of course, he just happens to be. I didn't even see this coming. He happens to be interviewing a Polynesian of some kind. Right. Oh well. Not exactly sure who this guy is. He he looks to be a Mexican gnome. I think that's kind of annoying to be, you know, completely honest. He's so fat he turned Chinese. Honest, but. What do, you think, what do you think about reading? This is actually just Alex's biggest fan. And I don't mean physically. Physically, that would be Mersh. This is his. Nobody thinks Alex is funnier than this dude right here. In writing, is it all it's cracked up to be? <laughs> don't say anything, Jimmy. Just okay. sit quiet. Okay. So this is real. I, this is not edited in any way here. Alex asks his guest a question and his guest just powers off. He doesn't know what's happening. Alex's guests are so flabbergasted by his show, they're turned to mush. They're stupid. Nice butt. What do, you think, what do you think about reading and writing? Is it fat Keemstar? They're calling him in the chat room. All it's cracked up to be. The, we didn't drop the audio. He's just sitting there looking at himself in the camera, like, oh yeah, cool. I I edged up my beard just right. Yep, this looks psycho. Perfect. I was going for Psycho. Don't say anything, Jimmy. Just sh sit there quietly. <laughs> okay. okay. Jimmy, wake up. You're on the highest energy man show of all time. Ah! Is it? I can't even tell if it's playing now. Okay, Which Jimmy? Not you, Jimmy, on the thing. I want to go back to your American Idol days. So if you got that clip, let's roll the tape. Okay. Now, I don't know if any of you knew who this guy was, but those of you who didn't, did you see this coming? This dude's an American Idol, okay? How did Alex even... Why, why is this guy on the... Who is this Jewish lady sitting next to... I don't understand this show at all. 
Who is it for? What is happening? Clip. Let's roll the tape. I want you to really listen to the way he sings, too. He's like going. Oh, my God. There's the goon alarm. Is the goon alarm in the episode of American Idol? Hang on a second. What just happened? I could hear it. Look at that voice. That voice is beautiful. I mean, the voice is beautiful, but everything else about the sounds coming out of his mouth are horrifying. That's, that's how I started off as a ghostwriter for a lot of the big artists and songwriting. For and by the way, tip number one, if you're a guest on a show and you've got a big, bizarre, scraggly beard, make sure your only microphone is an Apple AirPods uh, under a uh, wire. What is that? The ear pods underneath the beard. Make sure it's an inline microphone that's being scratched by your beard the whole time that's how and then try not to talk i started off as a ghostwriter for a lot of the big artists and songwriting for a lot of artists and i was you know in and out of hollywood and then beep chirp and alex by the way specifically said he's tired of us chirping him oh alex just wait just wait from now on henchmen this is the henchman handbook take notes here okay i'm taking notes you guys take notes from now on you're dealing with a goon. You're dealing with a goon's fans. You don't even have to say anything. Don't even give them the time of day. Just reply to them. Chirp. Chirp. We're chirping them. And uh, I had a, an album already coming out with Rick Ross and with XXXTentos. And so you're seriously not going to say anything about this goon alarm going up. The smoke detector batteries are low, Alex. You hear it. Your guest hears it. We all know what's happening. The only reason he's not saying anything is because this man is from an indeterminate origin, okay? We don't know. He could be Mexican. He could be Polynesian. He could be polysexual if he's on Alex's show. He also could be part black. You know, it could be a rock, the rock situation going on. So, you know, it was going to be in a while. So I was like, in the meantime, yeah, I'll do the show. And, um, I actually had a very good time on the show. Were you banging Paula Abdul to stay on American Idol? Yes or no? Uh, no, I've been celibate for two years. Okay, that's gay. Let's try to get laid, Jimmy. You're, come on, dude. Two years? Only after marriage for me. Dude, I know, but you can get married in Vegas for like $5. He's get divorced. That's what I do. Yeah, every time I get married, I marry these prostitutes sometimes that I meet on Craigslist. you never seen the movie Pretty Woman? His guest, the little lady there, say there. She, he says that prostitutes joke and she responds, really? I mean, this is a disaster. This is, we're not at Hindenburg levels just yet, but this is bad, right? What is this? This is the best way to start this off. Cause again, we're, I'm going to go through all of the timestamps I wrote down. We're going to go through multiple episodes of his show. I'm really going to hold your hand through it. And by the way, it all culminates in the beauty of, of the episode where R-O-T-C, that's right, your boys Moise, show up on Alex's show. Obviously. Obviously we're saving the worst for last on that one. I did see that movie. That's a documentary about my mother and father. Okay. My mom. Okay, great joke. I mean, this is incredible. This is incredible. You got a guy who doesn't know how to speak 
He doesn't know how to, like, even when he sings, the words come out mush-mouthed. Alex himself is a mush-mouthed. You've got goon alarms chirping, beards scratching, total silence, a Jewish girl who somehow doesn't understand comedy, a Jewish man who somehow doesn't understand comedy. I was a prostitute for many years. Chirp. But listen, <laughs> she said that Jesus would be okay. Theoretically. Chirp. It's happening faster. This is what I've never seen before ever in the history of goon alarms and we've been documenting goon alarms since I'm going to say day one day one of pot awful 2009 we've been documenting this phenomenon it's been happening and by the way we stole it from Adam Carolla and Loveline so just to be clear none of you are new with this oh black people have low bat we know we've always known it's not black people it's dumb people now, I know many of you out there are racist and will say, same diff. We're bringing it back. Same diff. I know a lot of you will say that. That is not what I'm saying. I have heard every race under the sun, as long as you are a goon, as long as there is something so wrong with your brain that you cannot stop yourself. I have autism. I can't help it. Ah, 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 ah then the likelihood that you have a low battery in your smoke detector and somehow your brain don't got a detector for that is nearly 100%. Everything is going wrong in this show. Possibly with OnlyFans because he was besties with Mary Magdalene. True or false? Uh, I think that's false. Oh, I forgot. The thing I've never heard happen in all my years of documenting this, I've never heard the goon alarm speed up as the gooniness increases. As Alex gets worse at his job, somehow we start hearing over and over. It's usually, here's the thing. Again, I've documented this. I've studied this for years and years and years. The typical amount of time between chirps of a goon alarm, and I can feel it. I'm so good at this, I know when it's about to happen. I have the rhythm inside the back of my brain. You know, there's something in my amygdala where I can just... You know, musicians have that. They, they, a guy, a drummer can just keep beat. He's just naturally got it. He can always find that beat. I've got that for the goon alarm, okay? And the typical amount of time is 29 seconds. It averages out to about 29 seconds. Some of them do about 27. Some of them do about 31. It's kind of a, it's odd. It depends on the smoke detector you have, but it averages all out to about 29 seconds. This dude's just went off twice in a row in within like, Four seconds. It's, I've never heard this before. <laughs> I mean, it's just never been done. Also, however, I do think he would be friends with the OnlyFans people. Still. That's what I said. That's what she said, kind of. But she, I, I, think well, I she... like that. In the chat, they say low-income ASMR. It, the, the sad thing about the goon alarm is they don't hear it. They really don't hear. I know there's a racist theory why black people don't hear it. I can't remember what it is. If you guys know it in the chat, tell it to me in chat and I'll read it. But I have my own theory on why this is. She called Mary Magdalene a big whore, but I forget what she said the N-word too a couple times secretly. Oh my goodness. You were saying it a bunch. You were talking about how LeBron James and you're like, oh, he's an N-word and how, oh, LeBron James, N-word, can't read a book. Sorry about that. Damn, pop my ear. Okay. Um, I got it. It just happened again. Beep, beep. 
This, he has two different ones. The only possible explanation is he has multiple smoke detectors and they're both low batteries. And you're like, oh, he's an N-word and how, oh, he's LeBron James, N-word, can't read a book. Sorry about that. Then pop my ear. Okay. Um, I got approached by a major label. There it is again. Dude, your house is going to burn down. Are you okay? You're not safe. Get out of there now. There's a fire in the house. The fire is calling from inside the house. And they offered me a deal, multi-million dollar deal. They can't hear it over the gunshots. <laughs> Not reading that. Black people can only hear drums and chicken fry. Now, okay, listen, it wasn't that racist. It's because of the jungle genetics which evolved to, <laughs> to ignore all the birds and insects chirping. Because black people have no conception of... Okay, this is the one that I was talking about. John Smith. I like that. The dude with the plainest, fakest name in chat and no avatar. He's the one with the uh, race science, you know? This is a, he firmly holds this belief. When you see a guy with no avatar say something like this, he ain't messing around. There's no irony. He says, because black people have no co uh, concept of the future, so every time they hear it, it's the first time. Now, that's a great theory when it comes to certain people. Certain people, yeah, they, like... The idea of there being future consequences just doesn't exist for them. They can't predict things happening. Um, and I've heard similar theories about other things when it comes to the race sciences before. I don't know how much I believe these things. That's not my theory. Now, listen, with some of the goons, like, I mean, if we're talking about Mersh, you know, let's face it, he probably took that nine volt out himself. He's trying to smoke inside and he doesn't want that thing going off. Let's be honest. That's almost certainly what it is with guys like him. I believe with the goons, it's not exactly that they have no concept of the future. Um, some of them do. Some of them I know for a fact do. In fact, some of them seem to be time travelers, actually. We got this one guy, Drew W. Shield. I'm pretty sure he's been to the future. So he knows what the future is. He has a concept of it. Um, he's a Native American and also an alien. So, and his smoke detector, I don't know if it's ever seen a 9-volt. I think what it is, mostly, is their head is empty of thought until triggered. Okay? It, they require external stimuli. I'm talking about goons, not black people here. They, but some of them, they require external stimuli for there to even be anything happening at all essentially it's npc stuff now i don't think all goons are npcs necessarily but they share that in common with the npc basically if you're not clicking on the uh different tiered menus of what they have to offer they basically don't exist their bites are being uh you know cached at that point so <laughs> when they're sitting listen i'm not kidding there are protagonists of this earth and there's the, the background actors, okay? There's everyone else. Many of you are probably the everyone else and there's nothing wrong with that. But some people, they go home after their job, they shut their door, there is nothing inside their home. It's like they're, it, you know, it's exactly what you would expect if you were to walk into one of the houses on Al Bundy's street. All right. There's nothing inside. It's just an empty, it's, you're just seeing flats. 
just bare wood, okay? There's no furniture inside. It echoes in there. And the only reason there's a smoke detector at all is because the union told them they have to have one on set. They've never replaced the battery. They go in and they just stand. They shut the door behind them, their front door, and that that's it. I really believe this, by the way. I 100% think many of my neighbors, you know, probably they shut the door and then they just wait until the next day to go back to work. Okay, bing. That's the only time. Actually, they don't hear the chirp because they're waiting for the bing. The bing lets them know it's time for, oh, it's, uh, it's time to look like I cut the grass. I like that sound. Chirp. What? Hello? And they told me you can't talk about... They basically, their brain just powers down. And especially when they're at home. So they can't hear the chirp. The chirp is only happening at home. They go out and about. You know, goons will go out. Mr. Burgers goes out and reviews burgers. He's got that chirp going on at home. When he's out, does he miss it? No. (laughs) Actually, that's an interesting idea i wonder if when they leave their house they sort of miss it maybe they like it at a certain nah nah there's no thoughts going on they only exist when i'm interacting with them the v you can't talk about the truth online and you can't talk about god and one of my good friends was a heavy christian and he's like bro really you don't say i bet you're a bit of a heavy christian yourself you sign that you're selling your soul i'm like you're not you're shutting your mouth to your beliefs whatever I'm actually not, you know, I'm not crazy. I don't have to even say that, but. Say, you know what has to be said? Somebody, please call out his smoke detector. Save this man. He could die. Do you see how fat this dude is? He would burn for a while. This is a a disaster waiting to happen, an ecological disaster. It's like trying to put out a tire fire. This is the Michelin man. You know what I mean? And, and like. I didn't sign the deal. We go to... By the way, his, the, I don't know if you know, this is only bothering me. I'm just staring at this the whole time. That logo on his shirt, that's a stolen design. I know the guy who made the elements of that design. It's a completely stolen design. It's just bugging the shit out of me. Whenever you see this with the swoops around it and that sort of font and that color, it's always blue on black like that. Um, that's a stolen design. This dude made his own merch. What does it say, by the way? Oh, it says based and red-pilled. Jesus Christ. How about this? Based and battery-pilled. Uh, but you know what I mean. And, and like, I didn't sign the deal. We go to, to New York together, Reza and I, Reza Greece. And everybody's a little bit like this because, listen, I deal with this all the time. I go on Discord or uh, we take calls or whatever. I talk to people on the show. And this has happened for years. They'll come on. And all, you can't hear them. Their microphone's in front of their mouth. You can't hear them talking. Somehow they have the worst microphone that picks up every ambient noise before it picks up them. And they have the loudest air conditioning going off. They're sitting next to a fan or something. This is most of the phone calls I've taken over the years or Discord calls I've had. At least one guy. There's always someone where their sound is this. And then very tiny in the background of that, they're going, Yes, hello. I would like to speak a part of a plea. Can I speak to Jesse? 
And I always go, what are you doing? Are you inside a washing machine? What's going on? And they don't hear it. They don't know. This is, you guys don't realize it. There's a lot of sounds going on around you. Your house makes sounds, the, the, the machinery, the mechanics in it, the uh, settling, the wood, the, you know, there's a lot of things going on in your house that you guys just don't hear all the time. Now that's perfectly fine, perfectly normal, but you do have to consider that when going on a show. The only time, listen, any other time, I don't care. You, if you are just a regular guy sitting there vacantly inside your house with no thoughts, and I know that's very solipsistic of me to assume, but prove to me you're fucking real then. You're sitting there and all these sounds are, basically your house makes more sound than you do. And you live in that. Okay, fine. No skin off my nose. That's okay. Who cares? Maybe it's, and it, sometimes it might just be the fan on your computer. That's happened to me. Sometimes the fan on the computer's loud. The microphone's built into the computer. It's picking it up. You don't realize it. That's okay. But I'm telling you, listen to an old Revenge of the Sis episode. All you can hear is Royce's window unit AC. He doesn't know it's happening. He's just going, good, I'm fat and I'm cold now. Thank you. If you're on a show, it, some part of you should go, I wonder if they'll hear that. And every person I've ever spoken to about this said, I didn't think you'd be able to hear that. I really did. I, can we try this out right now? <laughs> Hang on a second. This is a bad idea. Uh, I'm going to open up Discord. And uh, I'm full of bad ideas, so let's do it. I'm going to open up Discord right now. And I'm going to go into the piranha tank. And I want anyone who wants to just join in immediately. Have your microphone on. Hit the push to talk button. Just hold it down. I just want to hear if there's any cacophony of noise. Okay. I'm in there right now. So uh, there's a bit of a delay. Just come potawful.com slash cult is our discord. Join the piranha tank there. And again, just open up your microphone. I just want to hear what's going on. All right, we now little babies joined us here. I don't, I don't hear anything. Is your, do you, you don't have to do push to talk, do you? No, no, I've got an Eliana alarm. You'll hear my cats soon enough. Oh, okay. So there's uh, cats in the background. Uh, now we've got not gay Paul, who's of course gay. Um, Good I evening. I don't know. Are you? Is there sound going? Okay. Are you doing? You're doing. You guys are faking it. You guys are no, doing. No, I'm on. green. I'm lit up. It's it's keyed on. Who we need is Jared because Jared will be uh, like okay, washing dishes. Okay, I don't even know what that is. Every time. All right, wait, 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 wait. Quiet, everyone, quiet, everyone, quiet. Are you hearing that? This guy Frastus. He's got his radio on in the background. That's not even a thing anymore. How is that possible? That I'm being Hi, guys. Oh, my God. I have the worst case of background noise cancer. What's up? Okay, point made. Thank you. I was going to say that Jared is the worst with it. Uh, because Jared will be like washing dishes for no reason. Jared's while, here. While his dog is barking. And I'll go, Jared, what the fuck? And then Jared will go, uh, oh, I didn't know you could fucking hear that. Hey, hey, I had no idea. You didn't know I could hear it. You can hear it, right? 
What the hell is that sound? Frastus, what are you doing? This is psycho. Okay, do you see the point now? This is psycho. I, I'm leaving. Goodbye. This is psycho. It is psycho to go on a show like that. That's crazy. That's what this guy who was on American Idol did. Imagine if American Idol did the show. Maybe they did this during the pandemic. Remember in the pandemic when everybody did the show from home? Did they ever have a season of American Idol where everyone just sang from Zoom? That would have been the worst. That would have been the worst season for obvious reasons, but it would have been even worse for all of the black contestants and this guy. We filmed the video. We put it out a month later. Um, Chirp. And uh, Chirp. we put out the song 11 hours later. You sure. know, I get an email uh, with the lawyer saying that they're retracting the contract because I went against them. The song became number one in 32 countries. So nice. that was God saying, no, don't yeah. sign with Satan. This is what I can do for you. And then that's when I started that's what it was. Yeah, music. It was God. music was God told you who to sign with when it comes to your music career, but didn't tell you about the magic of batteries made to worship fucking batteries. How do those work? God and Satan, Satan, the mon Satan. Satan. If you ever hear someone pronounce the letter T that way in the middle of a word, I've got bad news for you. I have autism. I that. can't help it. <laughs> Maybe I'm being too hard on Jimmy Levy here. Um, he's got that AU gold. That's what that is. Satan. 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 You think? Have you ever heard anyone else say it that way? Stuff that you see, you know, with Sam Smith, for example, like Jimmy Levy, or as I call him. Big Royce, which I didn't even think that was possible. It's really sad to see what, what he's pushing, but you know. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Royce actually had a satanic wedding. Oh, at the end of the day, he's lost. It's not him. It's the spirit. It's not the person. Maybe that's just the Holy Ghost we're hearing in the background. Describe what my mother looks like in the afterlife right now. <laughs> Describe what she's wearing. How is the audio worse all of a sudden? Jenna Thong? Bruh. <laughs> My mom wearing a thong in the metaverse right now. What? Do you want a hint? This dude is a singer. Like, presume. Why doesn't he have a microphone? He's a singer. Shouldn't he have, like, a pretty decent microphone that he could use for this? And then, hey, we need to look through this man's catalog of music. I have a feeling there's an instrument he didn't plan for in the background of all of his songs. Last question before you go, Jimmy. This is a tough one. I'm putting oh, you on the spot. What's the shape of the earth? Uh, I believe in the firmament, so I don't believe in a heliocentric model. Okay, there you go. Well, that's interesting that Alex brought that up there because uh, Alex's mind on the flat earth has been changed a little bit lately, apparently. Let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode one of the Alex Stein program, Prime Time with Alex Stein. I watched ladies. this so you don't have to. Except for right now. You do have to watch it right now. So my very first time code, episode one, zero, zero, zero. We just want to get the vibe. Let's go ahead and do it. Everyone's favorite. It's the big board. Big board looks great, Colonel. Thank you very much. Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Prime Time with Alex Stein. I'm your mentally insane host, Alex Stein, number 99, Full-time grind, full-time shine. And okay, so we're off to a great start. He's just, It's just filler. Now, when minute one of your very first episode, 
is nothing but you just trying to fill the time. It's a bad look. Tonight, we're going on our inaugural ride in and out of the Matrix with some of pop culture's biggest names, all right? And my personal goal with this show, guys, is to not only entertain all the Primetime 99 supporters that I greatly appreciate, but I also want to entertain all the haters and all the candy asses that want to see this pimp on a blimp crash faster than the Hindenburg. Sadly, the bigger a pimp, the louder the hate. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen someone's episode one of a show have a shout out to the haters. Usually you have to do a show first before you can start saying like, okay, well, we got a lot of people out there hating us. Maybe they hate you because you stole this YouTube channel. Hate sounds get. So let me just tell you something. All of the haters and the boo birds are going to be, they're going to come out quick to pocket watch and complain about the show. So personally, I just- Did he just make up terms? What the hell is a boo bird and pocket watching? We hate watch. I wanna say thank you to everyone watching tonight, including the haters and the lovers. And as I stand here right in front of you guys tonight, I feel a little guilty because honestly, I'm coming up aces right now. I'm, I got a brand new blimp, I'm a pimp on a blimp. While everybody else in the world is struggling today. People can't even afford to fill up their gas. Okay. So somehow a man has made his entire career based around a phrase that don't make no sense. He decided that these words rhyme and that's it. Good enough. Done and dusted. I've got my whole thing set up. Now I'll give him this. I have to. He took the pimp on a blimp thing. And at the very least, he told the crew at the blaze, I want my show to be in a blimp. I'm going to hand it to him. At least it's something. That is better than 90% of all other shows. The fact that he even tried, the fact that he even thought of anything. Now, let me be clear. This is one of the most psychotic and worst sets I've ever seen from a company that has money. This is absolute, everything that's going on here, and we'll get way deeper into it in just a second, is so bizarre it hurts and every episode makes it actually worse and worse and worse as it goes along which is also the not not the way things are supposed to go usually you improve over time his set somehow gets worse over time they can't even make an omelet for their family like okay you're in a blimp and this kind of looks like we're looking at the cockpit of a blimp great and this functions as doubles as a screen over your shoulder as like the little news pop-up thing terrific i have to say this i don't know who's in charge of making graphics over at the alex stein program but whoever it is needs to be fired immediately out of a cannon because the dude i don't know that we'll have it in any of the other time codes so i might as well just say it now the dude who makes the graphics, he does the most insane thing. It's like the thoughts that Mersh has with OBS, okay? Here's what they do. They fill up the entire... So behind Alex, he's got this video screen that's supposed to look like the cockpit of the blimp. And we'll find out who's driving the blimp here in just a second. And this becomes his big board, right? This becomes his big board. And they put the graphics up. It, these monologues, by the way, are completely pointless. There is nothing to them. They're never funny. There's never any jokes. 
but every once in a while he'll be talking about a subject and by the way it's completely random if they do this like john oliver he'll be talking about something they put a graphic up next to it it's usually a funny graphic alex will be talking about something maybe they put up a graphic maybe they don't it just depends depends on what i don't know but it depends are they feeling it that day <laughs> they i don't they consult the magic runes or something i don't know what leads them to their choices but here we are the dude who makes the graphics what he does is he he puts the main graphic all the way to the right of the screen so that alex is blocking it there's all of this space over here on the left that's completely unobstructed they put it all the way to the right and in the background they just put they double the image up but make it black and white you ever see that trick before to fill space but there's no reason to fill space you have all of the you could just fill it with anything and they're never funny images or it's just the stock the google image search number one, one, one. one whatever showed up they typed it in went boom good enough that's what this show is this whole show this set Sort of looks like a blimp. Good enough. Ah, oh, we need a graphic for this? Not really. Good enough. We're doing it live. We claim this is a live show. Do we ever check the chat room? No. Good enough. Without going into massive credit card debt. Meanwhile, the elites, they're on top laughing at our pain sipping champagne and sending money to the ukraine these freaking politicians are corrupt and again alex is not a comedian he's a rhymester <laughs> okay maybe i don't know if we should do it oh my god um should we do it should we finally publicly go over alex's worst poem ever can somebody throw that in uh, on Discord for me? Uh, grab the link for me and throw it in, I don't know, uh, just the the show discussion channel, okay? you know, If you know what I'm talking about, find that link for me, Alex's big poem, and throw it in show discussion because I think we're finally, it's time. Sexually depraved lizard beings. And I mean that. I mean, they're literally wife swapping in the Oval Office, which we saw when Doug Imhoff was making out with First Lady Doug. Okay, now this is, I went through all of that about the graphic. This is the only time I've ever seen, they actually have a special little border graphic for it and everything. This is the only one I've seen that actually fills up the whole screen. Did they lose their graphics guy? I swear to you, every other time. It's exactly the way I described it. Dr. Jill Biden. So what is Kamala's husband and Jill doing together? But to these people, they're all sexual deviants. So my goal with this blimp is to help lift all... My goal with this blimp? (laughs) Okay. The marginalized people. Again, I applaud... I really do. I'm not kidding around. I applaud him for even bothering to have a thought about it. Seriously. Let's look at every other guy that we make fun of that has a stream. Ethan Ralph, what's his theme? What's his thing? What did he he came up with secretly making a bunch of AI images of him as like a uh, an Aztec god, but he did it back when he wasn't admitting he lived in Mexico, so it made no sense and it still looks bad. 
what is Mersh's idea? Oh, what if there was, what if I was a cyberpunk? You, Mersh? <laughs> I mean, yeah, what if you were cyberpunk? I would love for Mersh to actually be cyberpunk. Imagine him replacing parts of his body with bionic ones. Imagine how far he could extend that triangle out. Um, of course, he would get a bionic eye and it would still, his, the laser it shoots out would not be going the right direction. A lot of injuries would take place. People out there, including Hunter Biden, including Rachel Levine, and my favorite big booty Latina, AOC. Of we course, because if we don't talk about the one thing you're famous for, then what do we have? All right, let's skip to the next time code here. We've got... Uh, We've got an explanation about what this whole setup is supposed to be. Feature is something that very few people even have access to. This blimp has been customized with exclusive military grade metaverse technology that allows you to upload a dead loved one's consciousness into the metaverse, allowing you to speak with your digital reincarnated loved one for the rest of your carnal life or until you upload your consciousness into the matrix and you can talk for eternity or until the lizards take over, at least. So with that... <laughs> okay. Are you ready for the bit? That was just the explanation for the bit. Now we're going to get into... the bit. Matt, let's test out some of that functionality. Uh, hey, Mom, uh, are you there? I miss you so much, Mom. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Stein, disgusting... Actually... I don't know. I don't know if we should do this one. What do you guys think? Should we play the video that Alex used to try to get famous the first time on the internet? His first big pop off and his most recent attempt at desperately trying to be famous. If you don't know, Alex's mom died. You wouldn't know that from my show, despite what people out there say, despite what Alex says you wouldn't know that from my show because I have never publicly on pot awful made fun of Alex for his dead mom made fun of his dead mom barely mentioned it barely mentioned it but Alex actually used the death of his mother to try to get famous because she supposedly died from using remdesivir while in the hospital during the pandemic Alex filmed his mom dying and tried to go viral off of it now that's pretty bad do i show it if, i don't know if somebody posts it in the uh show discussion i'll show it because i have never wanted to make fun of this ever um it disgusts me but it's too sad and it just didn't need to be done and i don't think alex is that like it's not like mersh where he's a bad guy Alex isn't really a bad guy. He's just slimy. He's just unfunny. So I never really wanted to take it there. And of course, when I made fun of Mersh's dead mom, it was in reference to a conversation that Alex and I had on Conspiracy Castle about his dead mom, about Alex's dead mom. We actually discussed it with each other. I have never, ever wanted to cover this. And my plan was to never, ever cover this here i've got a clip uh somebody somebody clipped this for me let me go to show clips by the way if you ever have clips for the show if you ever have things you want me to cover this is showing you right now 
perfect way to do it. We have an entire channel in the Discord where you can post clips and timestamps of stuff. So we can save that stuff for later. I can do it on the show. I wouldn't have this if it weren't for people clipping. Take a listen to this. This is Mersh on Nightwave. Yeah, I mean, look, again, Stein did the right thing too, man. You know, J uh, Jesse tried the whole gay, like, fucking, oh, yeah, your dead mom. And Did I? Alex says that too in multiple episodes of this show. He actually said it on Chrissy Mayer's show, which I took the clip of at the beginning of this program tonight. He keeps claiming that people have been making fun of his dead mom. Now, Ethan Ralph did do that. You will never find me doing that. You will never find me making fun of his dead mom. And you will never find a public video of me making fun of Alex for having a dead mom. There was one small incident, but we'll come back to that. You know, what did Alex Stein do? He's made his dead mother the fucking... <laughs> the, the digital... The digital pilot of his blimp. That's right. Alex's mom is the ghost piloting his set for his show. He just snapped. The woman that he used to leap to fame, his dead mother. Snatched that right out of the right away from him. So, uh, he brilliant. That. Stein's a funny motherfucker. See, Mersh thinks that if you make fun of it first, you can't be made fun of for something. So he believes that Alex did this so that we can't make fun of his dead mom. I was never going to. Dude, and he's honestly one of the sweetest human beings you've ever met. Uh, and again, the stuff we filmed with him, wait till you see the shit you ain't seen yet. It was, it was something else. Oh, wait until you see the secret Mersh, Alex Stein, and Royce footage. I can't wait to show you what's going on with that. So here's the thing. I was not going to make fun of Alex's mom or anything to do with his mom publicly ever. But one time in a pod after show, after Alex threatened to send bounty hunters after my parents, and yes, that's real. Yes, that really happened. Check out podawful.com for the episode. After that happened, I said, well, you know what? Kind of fuck you, Alex. I mean... You're going to send, you're going to send Boba Fett after my mom. I can kind of poke fun. I found one video that I thought was worth making fun of when it comes to Alex Stein and his dead mom. And it was really, I wasn't making fun of his dead mom. I wasn't making fun of, I wasn't making fun of him for having a dead mom. I think that's sad. I think that's terrible. I, and if his mom really did die the way he claimed she did, it's even worse. Now, knowing and seeing the video where he used her corpse for views, I'm starting to wonder if maybe a pillow was involved. Maybe he, uh, maybe he suffocated her with a blimp. I wouldn't put it past him at this point. But I did make fun of a video that sort of involved his dead mom. And I specifically did it in a show where I knew very few people would probably see it in the pizza fund behind the paywall. And then we sort of referenced it again one more time in another episode. But I just want to make sure that everyone understands before I do this, that if Alex didn't make his mom the blimp on his show, I would never do this. 
What Mersh doesn't understand is if you make fun of something first, it doesn't take it away from me. You didn't snatch it out of my jaws. You made it a playable move. See what I'm saying? There's a lot of people who want to draw the line at family. Oh, you can't make fun of my wife. You can't make fun of my kids. You can't make fun of my mom. Number one. Yes, yes I, I, can. I can. And, and normally I would. But even I draw the line somewhere, usually. But the second you make your mom a ghost you talk to on your blimp set, and take a look at this. Why, hello, my baby boy, Wow, now that's Glenn Beck-style production value right there. That's the voice of Alex's mother struggling to make it back into this world. It's sort of like that movie Frequency. You have to listen through the white noise to really get it. And when I say white noise, obviously his father would be Jewish noise, but his mother's side it is still technically white noise. I miss you very much as well. I also appreciate you offering this I am cranking the volume up for you to be able to hear this at all. You're such a smart young man for making that decision. Wow, mom, that's so incredible that I get to communicate with you in the afterlife. The metaverse is actually pretty cool. You do that to your mom and... It's all, I mean, listen, it's all on the table now. Everything's up for grabs at this point. It, we could do anything and it would be okay when it comes to your mom, but I'm still not going to make fun of that dead mom. I'm still not going to do as disgusting as this is, as low as Alex has gone with all of this. I'm still not going to do it. A plot awful one. Thank you, Mersh, because... I'm just too good of a guy. In fact, many know me as the greatest guy. So all I'm going to do is let Alex tell you in his own words, let you know exactly how he felt about his mother's death. Now, this is the video that we've covered several times before, always privately always in an effort to save Alex's feelings. No joke, I've said it every time. This is called Dallas City Council Speech Kelly Fahey Stein Memorial. I need to be clear, okay? Alex is not doing a troll here. This is not a joke in his mind whatsoever. This is, he thinks he's really doing something. You know, every once in a while, the troll lets the mask slip. I'm the king of all trolls. None of these people are known, and I'm, like, known, you know, across the world. It makes it more powerful if every once in a while you go real serious. Alex's mom died. He'd been trolling the city council meetings, and he thought, you know what? What if I did something powerful? What if I did something serious? And this Dr. Seuss gobbledygook nonsense is what he came up with. If you think making his mom a blimp dishonors and disrespects her memory wait until you see this presented without comment hello um usually i come here to joke around or say something you know to highlight the absurdity and hypocrisy of our elected officials but today 
It's not that day because my mom was murdered on October 25th at Baylor Hospital. She was given remdesivir without our authority. We told them specifically not to give her remdesivir. Five days later, all of my mom's organs shut down. We showed them the studies. Over 30% of the people that were given remdesivir in the studies died. We told the doctor, the infectious disease specialist, do not. So he's on the verge of tears here. That, that's how real this is, okay? And when you first start to watch this, you go, God damn, you feel for him. I feel for him. I really do. It's why I won't make fun of his dead mom. I give my mom remdesivir. Guess what they did? They gave her a five-day cycle, and my mom is dead. She's dead. She died at Baylor Hospital, tied to a bed with a ventilator stuck to her, taped to her face. Sorry, I, I, I'm only interrupting you to say this. I just laughed a little bit there. For the people watching the video version, I just want to be clear. I saw Jay Elon's uh, chat. He says, is this going to be cringe? Buddy. We need a new word for what this is. Cringe, don't cut it, okay? We are going beyond the depths of cringe. We are, expo- we are boldly going where no cringe lord has gone before. Ace with her hands tied to the bed because she was ripping it off. What they did to my mom by slowly torturing her to death will not happen to me, because I'm not going to go out like that, first of all, and nobody should go out like that. Every single person on this council should hope and pray that you do not receive the same care that my mom received at Baylor Hospital when she was murdered. You guys better hope and pray that when you are in a circumstance, when you have need life-saving treatment, and you tell the doctor to do something, you better go to a hospital where they will listen to you. Because at Baylor Hospital, wow. they wanted to ventilate my mom as soon as she got there while she was... All right, in the chat, somebody says lunatic cringe. Someone says we should call it fringe. This is Fringe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season Lunatic Fringe. What you're about to experience here is unprecedented levels of Fringe. fringe. Now, I will point out that Alex just said that he would never go out like that, meaning the way his mom died. That's the way Mark Wahlberg talks about 9-11. Okay, and Matt... (laughs) I'm not making fun of his mom. Imagine you're a dead ghost guy, right? You're in heaven or whatever. Jewish hell. Uh, You're in heaven and you're looking down on your loved ones and they're having the funeral for you. And your son gets up to speak and he says, my dad died a bitch and I ain't going out like that. That's what's happening here in front of a city council meeting in front of these poor black people who don't understand what they're about to witness. No one in this room understands what this is. Now, please keep in mind, Alex Stein is not viral yet. He doesn't, he's not well known for doing this yet. So they, there's no hint in their minds that this is a joke or a put on or anything. Let the fringe begin. Was walking and talking in the hospital. They wanted a ventilator because they Same get a thirty-nine thousand dollar federal funding every time somebody is on a ventilator. And now my mom is dead, given an experimental drug. And so now I have to live with this pain every single. Couldn't be me. <laughs> yes, yes, that was an Ethan Ralph style. Couldn't be me. Matter of fact, maybe it's you. Day for the rest of my life. So I wrote a little poem to honor my mom. I miss my mother more than I ever thought. I've been to hell, and boy, it's hot. Watching my mom die in front of my face, it was more painful than a bottle of mace. Sometimes you forget the world is so bad until you go to Baylor Hospital and die before your son's dad. 
I will never recover from this pain. The memory of my mom dying is tattooed in my brain. I don't wish this hurt on any mortal soul. The feeling is empty, like a shattered bowl. (laughs) I lost my number one fan on the earth. Without my mother, I feel little worth. Please don't let my mom die in worthless vain. Baylor Hospital killed her with a side of extra pain. My story is not unique in the slightest. So hug your mom and dad while they're still the brightest. Because my mom is dead and my heart is broken, you can lose a loved one before you finish that cig that you're smoking. And I'm telling you guys, we told these doctors at Baylor Hospital, do not get my mom remdesivir. I mean, have you heard about this one, folks? I mean, seriously, folks, come on. Like that cig you were smoking is my favorite line. I'll never forget it. Like that cig you were smoking. Now, here's the thing. Uh, rest in peace, Kelly Fahey Stein. I believe that's his mother's name. I'm so sorry your son did this, this, this to, to you. <laughs> it's absolutely sickening to me what's going on here. That's psychological torture. So... <laughs> Just to be clear, no hard feelings, uh, not saying anything bad about Alex's mom, but I am going to make you listen to that fringe again. To me, because I'm not murdered. You guys better hope and pray that when you are in a circumstance, when you have need life-saving treatment and you tell the doctor. If you want to see, by the way, the first time we ever reacted to this, which again, I, we did do commentary over that one. I'm just letting this one speak for itself. Okay, but if you want to see that, it's in the pizza fund in the uh, $6 level. It's a pod after show called One Stein, Two Stein. No, what? No. Uh, oh, fuck. What is the name of the it's a, I'll, I'll look it up. Hang on. I'll tell you what it is in a second. It's a funny to do one. something, you better go to a hospital where they would listen to you. Because at Baylor Hospital, they wanted to ventilate my mom as soon as she got there. While she was walking and talking in the hospital, they wanted to ventilate her. Because they get a $39,000 federal funding every time somebody... Oh, I was right. It's one Stein, two Stein, dead Stein, Jew Stein. If you want to see the first full reaction of this one. He's on a ventilator. And now my mom is dead, given an experimental drug. And so now I have to live with this pain every single day for the rest of my life. Somebody says, no more, please, I quit. Oh, no. More. So I wrote a little poem to honor my mom. Just one more time. Listen, I need you to understand. I could watch this over and over again. I could never stop watching it and be perfectly fine with that. I could be one of those people where I shut my door, there's nothing inside, and I power down, and instead of a chirp happening every once in a while, it's just this on loop. I love this poem. I'm going to read this to my kids. I miss my mother more than I ever thought. I've been to hell, and boy, Boy, it's hot. hot. Watching my mom die in front of my face, it was more painful than a bottle bottle of mace. mace. Sometimes you forget the world is so bad until you go to Baylor Hospital and die before, before your, your son's, son's dad. dad. I will never recover from this pain. The memory of my mom dying is tattooed in my brain. My brain yeah. I don't wish this hurt. On- I feel like I'm doing the Beastie Boys. My brain! Hospital and die before, before your, your son's, son's dad. dad. I will never recover from this pain. The memory of my mom dying is tattooed in my, my brain. brain. I don't wish this hurt on any mortal soul. The feeling is empty, like, like a, a shattered, shattered bowl. bowl. I lost my number one fan on the earth. Without my mother, I feel little worth. worth. Please don't let my mom die in worthless vain. 
Baylor Hospital killed her with a side of extra pain. pain. My story is not unique in the slightest. So hug your mom and dad while they're still the brightest. brightest. Because my mom is dead and my heart is broken, you can lose a loved one before you finish that cig that you're smoking. smoking. And I'm telling you guys. <laughs> intergalactic, planetary, planetary, intergalactic, intergalactic, planetary, planetary. Guys, we told these doctors at Baylor Hospital. Another dimension, another dimension, another dimension, another dimension. Okay, uh, let's go back to uh, the Alex Stein show. We're not that deep into it yet. Jesse, get a move on. But I had to ask you, though, what does it feel like in the metaverse? Do they have your favorite uh, Mark Donald's Chimkin Nuggets with extra... Oh, God. I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's, it's Alex Stein brought to you by Reddit. Feel like in the metaverse? Do they have your favorite uh, Mark Donald's Chimkin Nuggets with extra ranch that you love so much? In the metaverse, we have no fear, but you have endless nuggets with rivers of ranch dressing. Literally, and if you have enough Bitcoin and devote your loyalty to Ukraine. Wow! So, Mom, you're going insane for the Ukraine in the metaverse too? And I just have to point out, Gavin McInnes is sitting there watching this. He's in a chair right next to Alex, and he's just allowing this to go down. How much of this do you think Gavin can take before he breaks down and has to say something? We got Gavin to admit, Pot Awful did this. We got Gavin to admit that Alex's big comedy show he had, that Ali Jamal secretly recorded. Gavin admitted on his show, actually on Anthony Cumia's show, he admitted that that shit was terrible, that Alex bombed. Oh, yeah, Alex. I can't wait you to join me. Mom, I can't wait to join you, but but I have a question. If they accidentally just threw up the ad for bullion, for a max bullion. They're, so Alex now, again, the Stein name is just a coincidence here, but he is shilling for gold. Join me. Mom, I can't wait to... Bullionmax.com slash Alex. Please go there. Use that. Use that code. Alex needs it to resurrect his mother. Join every you, week. But, but I have a question. If he also just said he can't wait to join his mom, meaning Alex can't wait to die. So Royce isn't the only cutter here. They're both suicidal. If you don't have feelings, do you still love me, Mom? I mean, can you still have the ability to love me within the metaverse? Oh, Alex, of course I still love you. I'm the digital reincarnation. Mom, Mom, I have to ask you one last thing. It feels so great to hear from you and the fact that you're guiding the ship. I just know that you'll always have my back, but now that I've gotten a little bit of success, everybody bugs me all the time, and I need to know, is Tucker Carlson my biological father or not? I know you're a waitress. Okay, that's it. All your jokes are gone. <laughs> we are uh, seven minutes into your first episode. You've done them all. Now what? Bring in the monkey. In Little Rock, Arkansas, when Tucker started his journalism career at the Arkansas Post-Gazette, and I look just like him. I need to know, Mom. Oh, Alex, I don't want to talk about that. I just want to tell you how proud I am of you. Mom, answer the question. Did you bang Tucker Carlson or not? Did you get freaky with Tucker and...
He has the teeth of a shark. Isn't that terrifying? <laughs> Look at this. This is the mouth of a shark. When you go to, uh, you know, any, uh, like, uh, 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 <laughs> a tourist trap in Florida, they have that hanging above the table. In a Waffle House bathroom. Yes or no? Well, well I'll say that I do find Tucker very handsome. The only Tucker that Alex is related to is when he sticks it between his butt cheeks to go to the lake with kids. traveling the world, going to city council meetings, warning people about the constant trauma-based mind control and Michelle Obama's wiener. So, yeah, I'm a little chunk. That's psychological torture. Because I haven't had the time to do my normal spin class routine and my hot Pilates. Oh, you do hot Pilates? Come on, mom, duh, go in my thong to reduce friction and increase sweat loss. Oh, I didn't know there were kids at the Pilates place. Let's be honest, I've been kicked out of three YMCA's for doing stuff in the sauna that apparently you had to wear pants in the sauna. I didn't know Only three? Jesus, uh, 106 more and we'll be right. That was very, uh, Young Men's Christian Association. Make it stop. I can't, we're not even close to done. And that you have to wear pants all the damn time, but I guess apparently that is, but besides- <laughs> Glenn Beck actually does the voice of Alex's mom. It's actually worse than that. It's all that. It's not about me getting kicked out of the place that I worked out. With all this new information, mom, it's just kind of hard for it all to digest. So I just want to say thank you so much for being here, mom. It feels so Freaking good to have you handling all the operations of the blimp. I know nothing will go wrong with you in charge, Mom. Oh, of course, Alex. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Mama is in full control now, and please let me know if you would like the thermostat of the blimp adjusted at any time. So okay. Now we cut to a shot that looks like Gavin and Alex buried in coffins. We are now fully in the skull and bones phase of this the conspiracy heads out there they know what i'm talking about here this camera didn't accidentally end up in this spot it had to be this was pre-planned pre-thought alex asked for reclining chairs he asked gavin to be reclined and ready for this what you're watching is a ritual take place can't see it past my desk here alex does have the red shoes on. Yes, the tie is orange. And yes, the lighting is bad. The lighting is blue. It looks really, really bad. You can't really tell what anything is. But those shoes are red. So have a great show, Alex. And I'm right here in the metaverse if you need me. Bye, Mom. I miss you. And I miss your meatloaf. I hope I'll be having it soon. What a great way to intro a guest, by the way. He, Gavin is literally asleep. I saw somebody in the chat a second ago say Gavin's fighting sleep. He's actually asleep. Stay off the meatloaf. Okay, Mom, quit fat shaming me. Bye. Just make sure we don't crash. Bye, Alex. Bye, Mom. All right, guys. So now you're seeing some of the custom features of the blimp. Now let's really change the pace of the show. We have a live program. Things are going to go insane. I disagree. 
I don't think it is live because the henchmen, the pot awful cult showed up for this first episode. By the way, we didn't show up for any more episodes after that. We couldn't take it. We couldn't believe what we were seeing live for all of this. That's how long this episode's been in the works. We were there. The chat was over fucking run with pickle. 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 Pickle, 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 pickle. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. HBH, HBH. Potoffle's watching. Potoffle's watching you. Potoffle's watching you. Potoffle makes it worse. Potoffle makes it worse. Don't go on the internet tomorrow. Don't go on the internet. Filled it. Filled the chat. I don't know if the chat. I don't think the chat is still up there or else I'd show it to you. They edited part of the uh, stream off, which makes the chat go away. Filled with it. The comments are probably still filled with Potoffle henchmen as well. This show is not live and i know it's not live for multiple reasons now it's live sometimes every once in a while they'll do a live one this one not live want to know how i know well number one they never respond to chat they never look at it there was no one moderating the chat at all no one gave a shit about what we were doing in there at all and you might think like oh that's good that just means he's not a goon it's working like Sorry, you guys suck. It didn't work. No, 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 no. There's no one there. No one's home. Everyone closed up the blaze. Shops closed. Nobody's there at the blaze at fucking 9 p.m. or whatever time they're doing this. They've all gone home already. Now, how else do I know? Well, an upcoming guest on the show is wearing the same clothing she was wearing provably the night before. She's still in the same location she was in the night before. We're, of course, talking about Alex's former fuck buddy, MTG. Pot Awful and Baked Alaska, of course, revealed that Alex Stein had sex with MTG despite the fact that Alex Stein is married to his kid sister. Now, MTG comes on, and she had had, she was on camera for the, I think it was the State of the Union or something. It was some big political event the night before. She comes on to Alex's show immediately following that. They're trying to act like it was the night before. She's wearing the big fur coat she had on. But forget about that. Maybe she wore the same coat. Maybe she called him from the same location as that event. Fine. Here's the other way I know. I happen to be best friends with Gavin's producer, Ryan. I know when Gavin was there. I know what time he landed. I know what time he was doing the show. This show is not live. So you want to know the other thing that filled the chat on the very first episode? Is this live? Is this live? Is this live? This isn't live. Not live. Not live. Pre-recorded. Pre-recorded. I saw this episode last week. Now, you say that enough to the weirdos who are tuning in because they're an Alex fan or because they got tricked into it by being an Elijah Schaefer fan, and they start going, wait a second. Are these guys right? Was this on last week? This channel was stolen. I, this isn't live. Everybody. It wasn't just pot awful people. Everybody started saying, this isn't live. We had everybody on our side. We're letting them know. We're telling them. We're warning them. This used to be Elijah Schaefer's channel unsubscribe everybody's going this isn't live we're unsubscribing we're unsubscribing unsubscribe we actually made a dent in the number of subscribers it didn't last they bought new ones 
but we did actually make a dent in it. It was pretty impressive. But nothing can be more insane than our next guest. I'm telling you, literally, they consider him one of the biggest uh, terrorists in United States history. But if you know the guy, he's really one of the funniest terrorists in United States history. But he's still a terrorist. The one, the only, Gavin McInnes. Welcome to the program. Uhuru. Thanks for having me. Wow. So, Gavin, very funny guy, a great guest to have, makes insane things happen. Gavin is exhausted. <laughs> Low energy right from the start you're dead in the water just say something it's such an honor to have you here i don't want to fanboy i was gonna say that yeah i say i don't want to fanboy the whole freaking time but see this is the place said, oh you can have anybody on your on your show and i said well you know i want to have a guy that i respect i want to have uh, alex jones on they said no they said no to alex jones and so you're <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding gavin was my first choice that's a joke but Gavin, do you think that you kind of made me feel bad? You asked yesterday, you were asked how long do you think the show will last? I think you said one episode. Yeah, I think this will be the debut and the finale. Now, that, now that's a funny thing to say, period. And obviously it should have been true, but it's particularly funny for Gavin to say it because you know who the second guest, the second episode guest is? It's Gavin McInnes. Gavin's on this episode. And he's the guest on episode two. Now, you're going to tell me it's a live show. Gavin came two days in a row. Is that really what I'm supposed to believe here? And we now know for a fact they pre-tape stuff for later because uh, Mersh and Royce accidentally revealed with their stupid dummy dum-dum brains, they revealed that they had already pre-recorded stuff with Alex for the next week. We now know for a fact they do this. All right, let's skip ahead because um, I'm bored of this part. Let's go to 11:25, and we've got. Oh, this is interesting. Seville, who's one of the worst recorders. Now we're talking about stuff that's we're gonna get us kicked off YouTube immediately. But you know, Jimmy Seville, who's oh one of your good buddies, Alex. You, Stephen Merchant, and old Mr. Seville. Savile, I call him. One of the worst recorded pedophiles of all time. Yep. Are you familiar with him? So this is what this is what they said. Jimmy Seville was part of all of these charities that that would uh, you know like hospital type charities, and they said that you can he, see he's like salivating over the thought of this. The reason he would do that is so that he had access to the morgue because they oh would, my lord yes because they would need the bodies for blood rituals. So listen, I'm not saying so. Okay, Alex knows about blood rituals, what they're doing with the morgue, what they're doing with the kids. He doesn't know about the red shoes. Are you really going to tell me that? No, 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 no. They flaunt it. They want you to know. They want. They tell you who they are every time. Look at Vito the Pedo. We're going to do an episode about Vito the Pedo finally coming up. We've never done an episode about Vito. It's happening, okay? He tells you who he is every week on Twitter. Every week he goes on somebody's YouTube thing and he's like, oh, I'm so tired of getting called a pedophile. And then you go to his Twitter and he's just telling people like, I'm about to fuck your 13. And you're like, wait a second, what? You're tired of people calling you that, but you keep saying it over and over and over again. They tell you who they are. That I've ever done a blood ritual, but there are people, guys, in the world, it's called SRA, Satanic Ritualistic Abuse. And he knows all the terms. And it's real. And, and it's real. And there's people in power that, that practice this. Now, who's in power? Who's working for the blaze? Who's the most famous he's ever been? All interesting. You know you have to do these rituals to get in good with the people in power. How the fuck 
Does Glenn Beck still have money? Glenn Beck hasn't been on the TV in I don't know how long, okay? How, where is the money coming from? How is he still doing okay? Who is subscribing to the Blaze? You know, if all this stuff you said it to me 10 years ago, I was just talking to Anthony Kumi about this. I would just laugh at you, think you're an idiot, even 9-11, all that stuff. Any conspiracy theory I thought was from morons 10 years ago. Now, it's easier to list what I don't think is. Like, I, I definitely don't think the Earth is flat. Uh, that's about it. And this stuff... Okay, so we need... To get Gavin in, we need Gavin to know the proclivities, the the things behind the scenes that Alex is up to. Okay, Gavin just said he'll believe just about anything. <laughs> we need him to see the thread. We need to show him the evidence. Ryan, show him the evidence. It's the Logan's, only one. That's, that's basically on. the only one. The everything stuff, else you believe everything else i'm open to mm -hmm. like the stuff lara logan's been talking about recently with kids is so hair whiteningly horrific that i pray to god she just lost her mind yeah but but do you think that i mean she's not making that up when you look at the people that are getting trafficked at the border gavin and i know like you see the clips where they'll, they'll have people in front of kamala harris's house and it kind of looks like all adults but i'm telling you i see here in dallas Little kids, like three or four kids with like just an adult Mexican man walking around. That's the problem with these <laughs> lunatic theories. There's tons of evidence. That's what I'm saying. And, Remember and, when and, Alex Jones was nuts? And Those was, were the good old days. And, and now he's right about everything. Now he's Nostradamus. He really is. But and this guy's Nostradamus. So where does it? Where do we go now? You're still not on Twitter. All these people are being allowed back on Twitter. And why aren't you on there? I mean, it, well, MTG has the correct solution. Just become elected to office and then you can get back on Twitter. Hey, well, you know, they kicked off her personal account. And we have Marjorie coming on the program here in a second and she'll be able to you know, tell us about how she really laid it on thick with the people at Twitter. But uh, do you want to be back? And when he says laid it on thick, he's saying T-H-I-C-C. -C. On Twitter? I think you should. Yeah, sure. I want to I want to make fun of people and, and correct mistakes. Did you appeal your profile? Or have you even done? Yeah, all a few times. And they're still denying you? No, I'm a terrorist. Guys, that's what happens when you jerk one. And this is what Hamas is on, but I'm a terrorist. Yeah, well, and they're actually real terrorists. Al-Qaeda terrorists lot on there. But for a lot of the people that don't know who Gavin is, which you guys should all know, Gavin inadvertently as a joke started what is called the proud boys and what people don't realize is the proud boys started as a gimmick based on a song from the famous disney movie did i miss it i swear i have it written down here that he mentions flat earth but latin or I is the song that happened by based now. on the play or is it from did the i miss it did he already mention flat earth and it just went by me like i i might be listen i can't i only managed to get through five episodes before i skipped ahead I already had to watch this enough. I might just be tuning out. This might be too much fringe for me. I don't know that I can do this a third time. Movie. I think it's the play. I went Did to I a miss it? child's music recital. Okay. And everyone had busted their ass and was playing piano and guitar and I stuff. I feel like I missed and it. And then this kid comes up. I missed it. Oh, God damn it. All right, I'm going to go back. Hang on. This I, It's an important point. I have to make this point because people are in revolt. Now, a funny thing that happened when I put out that uh, that conspiracy thread about Alex. This is my favorite thing. Yes, people were defending him. They couldn't believe what they were reading. They just couldn't understand it. They couldn't comport. But the guys, the guys who are more conspiracy fans than they are Alex fans, a few of them lost their goddamn minds when they saw it. They I have multiple people who told me immediately after reading that. They're like, 
I'm unsubscribing from Alex. He is the devil. He's literally the devil. I'm telling everybody I know that Alex is a pedo for. Like, it fucking worked on them so hard. One dude has completely lost it, where every few days, uh, several times a day, he will tweet at me, he will tweet at Alex, and he will demand Alex explains why he's wearing the red shoes. Okay, Alex, if this isn't true, just address it. He's screaming it at this guy. Like, it's it's just a dude with like, he's got an egg profile picture on Twitter. You know, he has zero followers. He's demanding Alex address the rumors. It's crazy. These guys don't like it when Alex goes against the programming. Alex has been pretending to be conservative. We know he voted for Beto. He's been pretending to be a conspiracy guy. He's wearing the red shoes. And then the worst one you can do, the most fervent community of all, are the flat earthers. About stuff that's going to get us kicked off YouTube immediately. But, you know, Jimmy Seville, who's one of the worst recorded pedophiles of all time. Yep. Are you familiar with him? So, Sorry, I got to play it again because I want to hear this. This is, what, this is what they said. Jimmy Seville was part of all of these. I zoned. Charities that, that would, uh, you know, like hospital type charities. And they said the reason that he would do that is so that he had access to the morgue. Because they oh, would, my Lord. Yes, because they would need the bodies for blood rituals. So, listen, I'm not saying that. I've ever done a blood ritual, but there are people, guys, in the world, it's called SRA, Satanic Ritualistic Abuse, and it's real, and there's people in power that, that practice this. You know, if all this stuff, you said it to me 10 years ago, I was just talking to Anthony Kumi about this, I would just laugh at you, think you're an idiot, even 9-11, all that stuff, any conspiracy theory I thought was for morons 10 years ago. Now, it's easier to list what I don't think is, like, I, I definitely don't think the earth is flat. I don't know how I fucking missed it. I mean, I remember this part just watching it. I swear to God, I must be going to a safe place in order to avoid listening to this. I think that a part of me is just worried that if I keep listening, I might, you know, uh... The pickle man tricked me again. I might end up like that. Uh, that's about it. And this stuff, Larry That's Logan's, the only one. That's, that's only basically one. the only one. The everything stuff, else you believe. Everything else from open... So... Gavin brings up Flat Earth, and this happens a second time in here, and I don't know if I've got a time code for that one, and obviously we're just going to miss it again. Gavin brings up Flat Earth, says it's not real. Alex, on the conspiracy side, made his bones off of being a Flat Earther. He says he doesn't believe in the moon landing. He believes in a Flat Earth. He doesn't believe in space. He doesn't think space is real. When he didn't defend Flat Earth, and then later in the show... Maybe it's this one. Maybe it's another episode. Maybe we will see it. I don't know. At some point, it gets brought up. He gets asked directly, do you believe in flat earth? And he says, no. He acts, he forgets. He's on this new show. He's kind of doing a new thing. He's in this new character mode. And he forgot that he's a flat earth guy. He forgot the lie. The comment section. You wouldn't believe. You don't think there's that many of these dudes out there. There's a ton. There are a ton. And let me be clear. I do not believe in a flat earth. I'm now, I'm like Gavin. It would be easier to list the conspiracies I don't believe, but flat earth is too far. I'm actually dying to get on Dave Weiss. Do you guys know Dave Weiss? He's the flat earth guy. He's deep, he's uh, uh, deep inside the rabbit hole. I think it's the name of his website or down inside the rabbit hole.com. Somebody clip this and get this to Dave Weiss. He's been on the show before, friend of the show. We've had him on as a guest twice. I am dying to bring him on 
for a brand new episode where he and I finally debate Flat Earth. I brought him on. I let him talk about Flat Earth before. Um, we talked to him about the guy who sent himself up in a rocket to try to prove the Earth was flat. I think that guy ended up dying or something. Um, but we've never debated it. I want the debate to happen because when I look into these comments, the Flat Earth guys are foaming at the mouth. They were pissed with Alex. Alex Stein says he's not a flat earther anymore, and they're like, okay, fuck it. This guy's a pedovore. He's wearing the red shoes. Fuck it. We knew it. We knew it. He was lying the whole time. Let me guess. The moon is real, too. Loser. So, I please, Dave Weiss. I think I'm saying your last name right. You've been on the show twice. I'm pretty sure it's Weiss and not Weiss. But uh, I want you back on the show, and I am dying to debate you on the flat earth topic. Open to. Mm -hmm. Like the stuff Lara Logan's been talking about. Okay, so he doesn't defend it at all there. Let's go ahead and get to the real guest of the hour. This is an interesting thing that Alex's show does. He'll have a guest on in studio, but then he'll have a more famous one on as like a call in for a minute and that's the person who gets listed on the show like yeah the, the name of this episode is can marjorie taylor green handle prime time and she's in the thumbnail no gavin now you could explain that as being like afraid that gavin you know you put his name in there maybe youtube won't like that or whatever but he does that to so many guests including two of our faves woman AOC, my favorite big booty Latina's biggest nightmare. We want to welcome on the one, the only Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Welcome, Congresswoman Greene. Hello. Okay, now is everybody prepared to get all three pieces of the silver monkey uh, idol? You got to put them together before the temple guards get you. Hi, how are you doing? Who's on blue barracudas, huh? Blue barracudas, anybody? Don't tell me you're red parrots. Oof. Well, I'm doing so much better now, and you silver snake. We can see there. We got a. We definitely got a silver snake here. You look so great, Marjorie. Everybody's talking. Oh, that, listen, oh, we have oh, a few oh. questions. We want to get into. You look so great, Marjorie. Yeah, yeah. Alex probably does think that. Now again, here she is wearing the outfit that we know she had on the day before. Clearly in the hallway of like the. Uh, I don't know what building they do any of these things in. I don't know how politics work at all, but it's obviously, it's not her hotel. She's not recording this in the hallway of a hotel building. Too, and I, I want to talk about that, but the people that are hating on your look, you look the best out of everybody there. So you look the best. You look like fucking Ron Perlman as the beast. I'm saying, is it just another liberal media lie or there? I, I, when I look at Marjorie Taylor Greene, I feel like I'm going rock climbing. Hating. Why, why would they say you don't look good when everybody knows you look like. I and not rock climbing. Listen, I want to be clear here. I, I hope I don't want to offend her in any way. I don't mean like the face of a cliff. I mean, rock climbing at like one of those sports parks where there's those weird, knobbly, multicolored things everywhere. That's what her face looks like to me. I'm the pimp on a blimp. You were the real pimp on a blimp last night. Well, thank you, Alex. I really appreciate it. But you know how the left is. They have to attack me uh, any way they can. So, of course, they're going to attack the way I look. She's got a face like a foot. The words that I speak. And the people I represent, but she, she looks like a lion, <laughs> like the, this furry coat thing, this mane she has on is not helping. 
Doesn't she? She looks like she's about to give Simba a speech from the clouds. You know, I don't care what they have to say. This is CNN. Well, listen, I got so much joy, not just watching you last night calling, uh, when you said you called Biden a liar. Epic. You are. Yeah, this dude just asked, why are you ugly? For the queen of confrontation, you really are uh, fearless. And that's a lot of people that really, Marjorie, you know, you know this. You got a little kickback because you didn't. Okay, here's another one. So when Marjorie's in, she's sitting next to a fish tank or something. I can hear the bubbler going on in the background. Are you hearing that? She just doesn't know. She parked her, she put her phone up against an aquarium inside this building and went, good enough. And she has no idea that little treasure chest just keeps going. And it's all I can hear now. Push, you know, the speaker enough during the voting. But listen, you are smart. You've been marginalized the most probably out of any congresswoman there. And you <laughs> like, what is it? It sounds like somebody's plunging a toilet, which might be how they actually got Marjorie Taylor Greene on the show. You realize, listen, Here's your guest. This is how I'm going to actually fight the people that are causing these problems by aligning yourself with the people that can help us. So I really appreciate you having the foresight. I'm not here to kiss your butt, but I'm realizing that you can see the bigger picture. Sometimes we I've seen her drawn in caves. We get, you know, we can't see the forest for the big tree. Yeah, no, thank you so much. Well, it, it was an easy decision for me um, because I'm very excited to be in the majority and I'm excited for us to have power because we have so much that we need to get done and and the american people are fed up she looks like she's being squeezed through a fence you know january 6th defendants are rotting away in jail while antifa and blm rioters are just carrying on living their life i'm sure preparing for the next she looks like the cowardly lion yes that is the lion i mean yeah the nose it's like she's got lie you shouldn't she looks like a child's drawing of a nose. And I don't mean her nose looks like that. Her whole face looks like a little kid trying to draw a nose for the first time. They put the line on this side, the line on this side, and they go curl, curl, curl like that. And it always ends up, a kid's first drawing of a nose always ends up being a black person's nose. Time they can burn cities down. Maybe not a, I wonder if a Japanese kid does that. Or do they just draw a weird little triangle shadow? Because that's how they make their paycheck. Um, but we have a lot of things that we need to get done. Uh, our border is out of control. We've got serious problems there. People are dying every- She looks like a cat burglar. Like she stole this outfit and these jewels from a museum. And also she is a cat, a big cat, like a jaguar or something. Single day of fentanyl. Uh, China- Okay, let's skip ahead. I could go on and on about how hideously ugly Alex's former fuck buddy is. Um, but why bother? Uh, all right, let's go to 29.30. I'll just skip ahead the full way here. Okay, lost my cursor there for a second. 29.30, where they address the rumors, okay? Addressing the rumors. Let's just start here, actually. You didn't talk very much in that, Gavin. It was kind of hard to... I was kind of starstruck. R really? Yeah, she's a Benjamin Buttons babe. She's one of those chicks who gets hotter as she gets older. Okay, somebody clean Gavin's glasses. Glavin. Glavin's glasses. Somebody, need, I need a bum to come up off the street with the uh, watered down Windex and go, huh, 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 huh. He'll do it for a nickel, Gavin. Let him. You're rich. Well, she's a, it's a sapia. Are you kidding? Benjamin Button's disease? What, because she looks like an old baby? 
Sexual, that's where you're attracted to a person's smartness. And I didn't even think that was possible for a girl because I just like boobs so much. But that is. You can actually look at a woman, and if they are smart and talented and successful, you can be attracted to them. I bet if her. I looked... Oh, so, and here it is. Alex is explaining how he forced himself to have sex with her. I a picture of her when she was 21. I'd be like, meh. And now 48, I'm like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yes, Marjorie Taylor. There's the rumors that I'm with Marjorie Taylor Greene. And the First episode of the show, shout out to Pot Awful. Listen, people think that says some diss on me. I'm like, no, I'd admit it. If that was it, I would love it. I wish, I wish I would, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'd be bragging. I wish the rumor was true. Unfortunately, for me, it's not, all right? Well, you're a... He says that every time. Unfortunately, we have the screenshots, Alex. It's too late, okay? And let's be honest. The real reason you don't want to admit to it is she's but ugly. forever it was because he's got a girlfriend or a wife you know his kid sister um what's her name the blonde conservative make sure you sexually troll alex's girlfriend on twitter she's blonde conservative one somebody put it in chat i don't remember how you spell it but it's in there somewhere um anyway we thought for sure like we'd figured out we'd crack the case it turned out alex had a girlfriend the whole time the whole time he would have been with mtg He's been, he was either dating or engaged to a girl and that was, but no, come on, let's be honest. The real reason he doesn't want to admit to it is she looks like pudding. I mean, I, I would rather eat out pudding. Sort of peak of your career right now. You just exploded. You're like Motley Crue right after they got signed. So <laughs> you, guys in your situation usually have a spare and a pair. So you have like two girls you're working on and then a fatty that you resort to if, if they're not home. Oh, Gavin, don't tell on him. His girlfriend is watching. Kid Sis is off in the corner eating a taco from her grandpa. Which, by the way, how crazy is it that his kid sister... I don't, if you didn't see this episode, this is going to make no sense to you. Go watch the kid sister episode with Alex Stein. How crazy is it that we say that his kid sister, her grandpa became a ghost taco. Now Alex's mom is a ghost blimp. <laughs> What's next? I, does the monkey he had on his show become, you know, a, a ghost pair of red shoes? Actually, those red shoes are probably haunted by the children he pedovored. Um, actually, hey, listen, look at this. I didn't even see it. We do have the flat earth admission. I'm so glad we've got this. So this is what all the flat earthers are out there freaking out about. We've got it in our time code here. Let's go to it. 36, uh... There we go. To destroy you. How did we become so weak? You can have, like, if you're a pedophile, I want to beat you up. But outside of that. Uh -oh. <laughs> Alex is like. <laughs> At like uh, the most heinous thoughts in the world. I I'm interested. I mean, I think saying the earth is flat is ridiculous. I don't see any threat by that. I, I want to hear the guy. That sounds funny to me. No, I mean, listen, I love all different viewpoints. I'm a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist, so I love all uh, ideas. Do you think the earth is flat? No, but I just do think, I do think there's some... Oops, see how casual that was? Gavin fucking nailed him there. He didn't realize he was nailing him there, but he was nailing him there. Had no idea. It was just so, he slipped it in. 
It was basically, he thought like, oh, I'm just hanging out with my bro, you know. No, of course I don't believe it. Flat Earth, what am I, retarded? What am I, gay and stupid and ugly and retarded? What am I? What am I, all of my fans? Fuck no, I don't. What do I, vote for Trump? Are you kidding me? Ugh. Oops. Oopsie daisy. Whoopsie doodle. Let's hear that one more time. Guy, that sounds funny to me. No, I mean, listen, I love all different viewpoints. I'm a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist, so I love all uh, ideas. Do you think the earth is flat? No, but I just do think I do think there's some weird stuff with NASA. It's oblong. No, I do this is what I think is is the moon landing was totally fake, so I don't trust. So he's like try he's like fuck. <laughs> if you're one of these grifters, and by the way, Alex did win. I, this happened, I don't know if this happened while we were off air or when this was officially crowned. Alex was crowned the grifter of the year from the Grifty Awards. He actually won. So our goon, fuck it. By the way, so many of our goons were on that list. We've been having to use this gross term grifter for so long now. I'm so happy that like half of the people on the list were pot awful goons. Nick Ricada was up there. I think even Mersh somehow made it, but Alex won. When you're one of these conspiracy grifters and you're pretending to be into this stupid shit to appease these people, you can't slip up like this. Never. Not once. So he's like, fuck, 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 shit, fuck, fuck, titty, fuck, penis, penis sprinkles, fuck. And in order to try to cover it up, to smooth it over, he's like, oh, well, I, I don't believe in the moon landing, of course. And he's hoping everyone will forget what just happened. Weird stuff with NASA. It's oblong. <laughs> no, I do, this is what I think is is the moon landing was totally fake. So I don't trust. I'm a lot open of, to that. Yeah. See, you're open to that. So NASA, I'm just. What I'm saying is, this is the primetime Alex Shine show. Gavin McKinnon. What I'm saying is, and then he resets. He just he introduces the show. You don't. That's a radio move. You don't have to. No one's tuning in now. You know, it's a YouTube video. No one's just now tuning in. You don't have to go. Hey, by the. There's no point in the middle of the show for me to be like, by the way, you're watching Pot Awful. I'm Jesse P.S. Let's check it. There's no need for that. He reset. He closed the door behind him in his empty home and powered down. And then, beep. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm back to work, back to work. Dennis and I are idiots, so do not listen to anything we say. But <laughs> but I want, what I'm saying is I'm not a role model. This is not some role model class, but I want you to question the reality in which we live in. Yeah, sure you do. Oh, no, I'm still a conspiracy guy. Hello, fellow conspiracy nerds. All right, let's go to 5318. This is a good one. And uh, I want to thank Doom for pointing this out. I think it was Doom who did this one um, in that... In that Twitter thread that I made, the very second post was actually about um, this topic right here, these shirts. I didn't notice this. This was not a pot awful catch. And so thanks to Doom, I'm pretty sure, Doomer Pill, for catching this one. Alex is selling merch. By the way, he's also hiling Hitler right now. <laughs> Listen, we get it. You're not Jewish. Come on, Alex, please. Looking a little anti-Semitic right now. Please, cool it. Okay, Love all right, guys. The show. So he's selling some merch. He wants you to buy this. And this was noticed by our friend Doom. It's it. almost over. We're running out of time. Things are getting freaking, you know, close to the end. But before we go, guys, we've sold a lot of stuff already. We got Booyon Max. We've told you about PimpOnABlimpShop.com. And you're probably wondering, what do they sell at PimpOnABlimpShop.com? 
Well, you know they got the I Love My Big Booty Latina shirt. <laughs> okay. So he is selling I Love Baby Latina shirts. Now, I had a guy on the thread argue with me. He said, that's not baby Latina. <laughs> it says BB. It's big booty. And I tried to tell him, no, 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 no. It's both. You see, they love to flaunt it. The, the paranormal guys out there, they want you to know what they're up to because they get off on it. So he puts BB. Why put BB? Why not put big booty Latina? And I've got proof that I'm right about this, by the way. Um... You could just put Big Booty Latina. That would be funnier. Maybe like There's probably some Latino dudes and some Latina lovers out there who would want to buy that shirt. You put BB, nobody knows what that means. That's Baby Latina. Alex is into Baby Latinas. We've seen the video evidence of this. Jers, oh, my God. That's you great. You know that. We got your Big Booty Latinas. So for a little, like, you know, I don't know. And it cuts to a full shot where you can see the red shoes. Like twenty nine ninety nine. I don't even know the price. I'm sure it's expensive if eggs. Loud equals fun. Exactly. Cost twelve dollars a freaking carton. God knows what BB is shorthand for baby. Says Doom. Yes, yes. Doom pill. I- I've used it that way before. BB is shorthand for baby. So they're flaunting it. They put it in your face. They want you to know. And here's how I know we're right, Doom. Here's how I know we're right. After we called this out on Twitter, after that thread got a little heat on it, Alex started selling a another shirt. He still sells this shirt. He's not going to take this one down because that would be too obvious. But he started selling another shirt that straight up says, I love big booty Latinas. I'll try to pull it up for you. This shirt costs, but I hope you have a job. And I hope that you have a sense of humor because you can wear this around the office. You're going to look like a pimp on a blimp. And then don't forget, don't forget when you say pimp. Okay, we don't need to see your pimp merchandise. Let's take a look at Alex Stein's Blaze Media shop, shall we? Now we've got some primetime stuff. Here it is. Here's the I Heart Baby Latinas. He loves them. He loves swimming around them. He loves putting his little schmeckle in their face going, Look, drag queens are bad! Ah! Am I funny yet? So there's the Baby Latina shirt. But then look at this. After we said this, they started selling I Love Big Booty Latinas. And it's got an emoji of a peach on it that is slightly censored. Which, like, what does that even mean? So there you go. Why do you need two? Why do you need both? If the BB means big booty, then why did we need the other shirt? Interesting stuff. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is it baby? We'll do a poll in the chat. Hang on a second. I'm going to start a poll in the chat. What does BB stand for? And your options are big, hang on, big booty, or baby, or the third option, of course, deep, deep. (laughs) for, of course, the smoke detector going off. So big booty, baby, or beep, beep. You be the judge. We'll check back in with that in just a second here. And where did my, uh, oh, there's the video. All right, let's go back to this. So let's go to our final time code here, 5832 um, on this video. And what's going on? Oh, God. Oh, no. 
All right, I'm sorry to do this to you, but it's got to happen. Every episode of Alex Stein's show ends the exact same way, and it's with copious amounts of fringe. Oh, fringe. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Primetime 99 Alex Stein, and this has been Primetime with Alex Stein. And every show, we're going to end with a little freestyle rap. So, DJ, let me hear that beat, dog. Oh, now we're going. Now we're going. Oh, DJ, about to get wild. I'm Now, for some reason, again, the Blaze, they got all this money. They got the Glenn Beck money. For some reason, this last segment, which he does on every episode of the show, I checked. For some reason, they filmed this part on an iPhone. <laughs> they just run out of money. They can't get a handheld camera. I don't know why. It's the worst looking shot. Nothing on this show is color timed, color matched at all. There's no, nobody is checking. Every camera looks different from the other. Why did some people think his shoes were orange? Because nobody thought to check the color, the saturation, anything. So you come to this shot, it's a completely different quality, different type of camera. And you know I am always right. And loud equals funny because there's no jokes. There's only rhymes. MTG was super great. She was five minutes late, but we don't care here at the show. All you are is a bitch asshole. I'm prime time, double nine and nine. And you know I cried in show. One more time, I go insane. And I do it for the Ukraine. That's a Linsky. Can't you see I want to be with? All right, get your votes in. We're going to end it when the song is over. Get your votes in now. What does BB stand for? Big booty, baby, or beep beep? You Linsky, can't you see I want to be with you on the cover of Vogue? I'm a pimp and I'm going rogue. One more time, I'm 99. And they call me Alice that I'm a pimp on a blimp. One more time. So he's even resetting. He's even doing the uh, the station identification in the middle of his finale rap. One more time, I'm Alex Stein, and you know I'm prime time. And I hump <laughs> all night long. I'ma hump you in my thong. I'ma hump you right or wrong. I'm gonna hump you right or wrong. You know he's pretending that chair is a baby Latina. One more time, I'm not Actually, that chair looks like it's made of leather, too. I don't know if they have to make the leather red. It could be gray leather. I grind and shine, and I go all insane. I do it for the Ukraine. All right, I'm prime time now. And he does it for the Ukraine. There's even, by the way, nobody else has noticed this. I'm the only person insane enough and have watched enough Alex Stein episodes to realize this. If you look very carefully, 
deep in the background of his awful, disturbing, terrible set. The terrible set that they give away in the end every time by pointing the camera up at the ceiling and you see the studio. Oops, there goes the blimp. If you look very hard at the cyclotron in the background there with the scrolling image, which by the way, Alex's fans are so mentally retarded that they were all complaining. The ones who were actually there to watch him after this first episode They were all complaining about getting motion sickness from the fake background slowly moving. Look at all the fucking shit I do in here. If one of you told me like, Jesse, I don't know. It's a little much. I'm getting a little seasick from look. Fuck you. Go watch an OBS show then, please. Get out. The one thing I'm happy about is they didn't change anything. They didn't slow it down. They didn't change it. Because, you know, you see a bunch of comments like that on your first episode. You're likely to go, oh, shit. Maybe our blimp should just be stationary in the sky. So I'm glad they didn't do that. But if you look very, very hard, deep in the background, there's a tiny little Ukraine flag flying in the cityscape. And... It's now all I notice. This terrible, cheap set. They have millions of dollars, and this is the best they could come up with. Just a washed out gray on everything. Awful, awful design. And by the way, the other shows on The Blaze have decent looking sets. They're not like anything, you know, this is the most like uh, uh, heavy, high concept of any of them but the other sets kind of look like what they're going for this is just nothing it's just it's pathetic and it really shows you the blaze has no hope for this show they kind of know that they bit off a little bit more than they can chew with this alex stein guy so there you go every episode he ends with a rap every show he brings up he's going insane for the ukraine every rap is exactly the same Every time, because you know I grind and shine, and I'm primetime Alex Stein, and you know I'm 99, and I'm going insane, and I'm going for the Ukraine, because I'm Alex, yes, Alex Stein, and you know I grind and shine. Ah, 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 ah! That's psychological torture! Thank you to Gavin, guys. Give it up. Are we back? Are we back? Let me know if we're back. The the fringe was too Too strong. strong. The fringe was too strong. Oh, my God. Couldn't handle it. The whole system, the moon base collapse is probably going to happen again. So close. Um, Stop it with the towers. Stop it. For the love of God, stop it with the towers. Guys, share that show. Let's get people back in here. We're so back, eh? Okay, we're back. We're back. Oh, my God. The cringiest, fringiest stuff of all time. Listen, the likelihood of that happening again is like 100%, okay? I don't know what to do, and we've got so much more to cover here. Um, All right, let's go over the poll, shall we? Uh, Let's end the poll. Who won? How did the poll shake out? It's. Uh, it turns out... Uh, what does BB stand for? Baby got 53%. Beep Beep got 32%. And Big Booty with 13%. Ladies and gentlemen, he loves baby Latinas. I think we always knew. 
I hope I've got everything set back up again here. It just fucked up the recording of this episode so bad. That is going to suck so much cock to try to string this episode back together. But whatever. We're just going to go for it. But I need, I just need a second. I'm overheated. I am hot. I am very, very hot. Henchmen, if you could turn the AC way down for me in the moon base, that would be great. Let's just take a quick little break here. We'll be right back. God entered my body like a body my same side. I know all of God's secrets. Would you know like to know what God thinks? Forever. 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 For now. For now. And I do see non-stop visions from God. Do you want to get an answer on what God thinks from somebody that doesn't have God? Or do you want an answer from somebody that does have God? Click on the link. Say Pied Awful is the best show on the internet. Very Kerbal Live is the best show on the internet. How about this? How about this? Snap to sit up straight, sit up straight, and say, Hey, I'm Perry Caravello, and I think Pod Awful is the best show on the internet. Look, I got all right, I'll be nice and I'll say, I think Pod Awful is the best show on the internet. But I really think my show is the best show on the internet. But when I when I snap out of this fuck bunk, uh, is when my show is the best show on the internet. Nah, not tonight. Far from the best show tonight. Not tonight. Exactly. Tonight, no good. Okay, we're back. All right. Um, let's go to episode two. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna do it and we're just gonna blow through these because I'm supposed to do an after show We have an after show to do this is all gonna paw like the moon base is gonna crash again from all the cringe I don't know what to do here. Uh, we have so much to go over and listen. I'll tell you right now. Actually, let's do this I'm gonna give you a treat. Let's just do a little treat I'm gonna treat you to what we're going to do in the pod after show Okay, um a video came out with Moise and Alex Stein and it is unbelievable I'm just going to give you the tiniest little taste of what it's all about and we're going to do it all on the after show okay so if you want to see Pot Awful's commentary Pot Awful's take on this join the pizza fund ladies and gentlemen 
gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Love Blimp. I am your Love Pimp Primetime 99, Alex Stein, and we have an incredible segment for you this evening. We have the lovely Paris. She's beautiful, strawberry blonde hair, has all of her teeth, and she smells terrific. And we have three incredible bachelors. Some of them are podcasters, some of them are professional wrestlers, some of them are just degenerates. But that's cool too, because we like all walks of life here. So they do a dating game with Royce and Mersh and some wrestler that they're friends with. It's unbelievable. We're doing it in the Pizza Fund live tonight in the Pod After Show. Join the $6 level. Get immediate access to all of our Pod After Shows and many, many others of the archive of shows that we are not allowed to have on YouTube anymore. Podawful.pizza. <laughs> Support the show. Join the pizza fund. Potawful dot pizza. Pizza pizza. Pizza. Potawful dot pizza. Okay, now in episode two. <laughs> Of Next the, guest, because this of the Alex Stein show again. Um, Gavin is the in studio guest yet again. Um, but Alex brings on a few new guests. A few, actually, some of these are recurring guests. So he he's got some characters. You know, every good show has some great characters that the audience loves. They they listen. I mean, you've listened to good radio. How many uh, great radio characters are there out there? Even Pod Awful's had its own little characters we've done every once in a while, and the audience clamors for them. Guys who are into, you know, I know that um, Alex is really inspired by Opie and Anthony. I just started listening to Opie and Anthony within the past year, trying to understand these freaks who all emulate and copy and rip off this terrible show, Opie and Anthony. And from what I understand, Opie and Anthony fans, they absolutely love the character Chip Chipperson. Now, I don't get it. Seems to just be a guy doing a silly voice and nothing else. There's literally no other bit to it. I don't get it. I don't know what's going on. They also have a great character. It's a guy called Uncle Paul. And what he is, is he's a pedophile. So the great comedic minds over it Opie and Anthony, their fans love these amazing characters. Well, now Primetime 99 has his own character. Take a look at this. It's it's truly something to behold. This guy is absolutely insane. Uh, we're going to welcome... And you can tell because he's absolutely insane. I'm very surprised, guys. This is the man who has the inspired Sam Smith's bizarre Grammy performance the devil himself oh good evening uh satan lucifer should i call you lou uh, i prefer mr devil oh okay mr devil uh <laughs> okay so every episode of the show begins with um alex's producer who who shows up in the show all the time he's always putting himself on camera for some reason his producer has his own camera and he's putting himself in segments he shows up we're going to see him later um now if you don't understand i hate to pull back the curtain here 
Alex's mom, the blimp, is played by the producer doing a little voice mod voice, okay? And every episode starts with Alex talking to his mom, the producer. Now, the producer's playing a brand new character. This dude is so fun. I mean, this guy's a comedic genius. He's playing the devil. And the devil, the way he does this voice is, you know how the mom voice, it's pitched up? Well, what if we were to pitch a voice down? Uh, how are you doing today? Uh, hello, Alex. Uh, I've been better. You've been better. I mean, typically, uh, I tell my guests, hey, you know, it's an honor to have you on. But, uh... And again, Gavin is sitting right over there. It's day two. He's right, day two. It's right over there. And he's having to watch this. I'm not sure it's an honor to have on the devil, uh, but since you reached out... Uh, By the way, share that show. We lost a ton of people watching live. Share that show. Get this back out there. Let people know we're live again. i let you come on the show and set the record straight on Sam Smith's Grammy performance. So what are your thoughts, Mr. Satan? Oh, uh, it's Mr. Devil. Oh, excuse um, me. Sorry. Yeah, Alex. Sorry, Mr. Devil. I <laughs> okay. Are you guys gearing up for hilarity? Are you ready to laugh? Admit that it's ironic for the devil to be doing PR but I have to speak out. And see, he's doing this brand new thing that's never been done before. You know how the devil is scary and a big guy and you imagine he's got a deep, menacing voice? But what if he was also kind of gay? What if South Park did that 20 years ago? He's doing the South Park devil, okay? Um, hey guys. Do you think you could come to my birthday, Saddam? Against that performance. See, he's gay. Because gay people are the devil. Okay, so you didn't like it. So uh, I heard that the singer Sam Smith, you know, he was trying to do a devil-inspired theme. I mean, doesn't that make you feel happy? Don't you like that? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> let's just say I'm not exactly thrilled about it. I mean, I'm the devil. I represent all evil. But even that was a little too much for me. I mean, have you seen the performance? It was <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I mean, it was bad, but I mean... <laughs> I'm just confused. Wasn't he representing you? Shouldn't you like this? I'm just very confused. He's literally dressed as you, Mr. Devil. Alex, I have a certain reputation to uphold, you know. Yeah. I'm supposed to be big and bad. I can't be associated with Sam Smith and that kind of cheesy performance. Okay, you get it. Let's fuck it. I can't. I was going to play this whole one for you. Fuck that shit. This is the worst. And you know who agrees with us that this is the worst thing that has ever been done in the name of comedy ever since Alex's last time doing a comedy show? Why, it's Alex's in-studio guest, Gavin McInnes. Take a look at what happens when this terrible segment after, holy shit, it's over 10 minutes long. After 10 minutes, the segment ends and Gavin has this to say. Soon, see you soon. I'm not gonna sell you my soul either. I know you want that thing, so. No, all right. So that was the devil. Yeah, that's pretty cringe. Uh, no, Gavin, sorry. Actually, it was fringe. 
Okay, the devil's kind of cringe, you know? Yeah. That's not what he's saying, Alex. He's not saying the devil. And look at the fear. Alex knows. Alex is trying to roll with that. Like, oh, yeah, no, Gavin just meant that the like we don't like the devil because, you know, we're Christian guys. No, no, no. The bit sucked. And Alex is in pure shock right now. You know what happened? Gavin had to sit through fucking an entire hour of that first episode. He had to sit through 30 fucking minutes of this episode. He had to watch that terrible Ali Jamal stream of, of Alex's awful stand-up show. He realizes, wait a second, all of the people staffed at Alex's show are the people who did that terrible stand-up show. If you don't know the one I'm talking about, by the way, it's on our YouTube for free. Go check it out. It's on the YouTube. Awful.tube. Hit subscribe. Alex's stand-up show was abysmal. He couldn't let it go. He had to call it out. Yeah, I mean, you would think less of Gavin if he didn't. You would think, oh, Gavin's not funny. If Gavin thinks this is funny, then he's not funny. Oh, see you soon. See you soon. I'm not going to sell you my soul. Yeah, keeping it real, Gavin. Either. I know you want that thing, so. No. All right. So that was the devil. Yeah. That's pretty cringe. <laughs> we might need to clip that. I don't know if we've gotten any sound drops from Alex, but we might have to clip Gavin saying, eh, that's pretty cringe. Okay, the devil's kind of cringe, you know? Yeah. What are you going to do? He's not that corny. I don't know. Could you hear that? Gavin goes, corny. Corny. Cringe. Okay, the devil's kind of cringe, you know? Yeah. What are you going to do? He's not that funny. He's not a comedian. The devil's not Jerry Seinfeld, Gavin. That, I'm that, sorry. That reeked. <laughs> Thank you, Gavin. Okay, back in our good graces. Gavin, always vacillating between friend of the show and goon. Thank you, Gavin. Back to friend. I'm sorry that the devil is not freaking Kevin Hart. He's not over here doing the freaking Kings of Comedy tour and <laughs> dancing around like he's Steve Harvey with his Gavin being very generous with his laughter because he realizes, oh shit, there's 30 more minutes of this. Huge mustache. He's the reincarnation of hell. He's the devil. He's not going to be funny. All right, but with that, guys, I want <laughs> Great, and you can say that about the whole show. So let's skip over to uh, our next guest, Andy No. All right, do you guys know Andy No? He is what can only be described as an Asian mannequin brought to life by the wishes of an autistic conservative boy. I guess because you, you're sharing their call to violence, is that what is you're spreading their, you're amplifying their violence? Is that why you think that's quote unquote illegal according to the terms of service? So Alex brings on Andy No. He's got Gavin in studio. He doesn't realize that, Ga that Andy No does not like Gavin. He doesn't want to be associated with Gavin. This is terrific booking. Way to go, producers of this show. Uh, that was the argument yeah. that was put forward by Twitter, um, uh, trust and safety. By the way, all of the all the guys like this that are only known through Twitter, have you noticed? This is a thing that needs to be called out actually immediately. They're all now doing an Elon Musk impression. Remember when everybody, just everybody conservative started doing a Donald Trump impression? Because he was the guy, he was the main guy. You know, Ron DeSantis, I'm no political dude. But I see Ron DeSantis, it's forced into my eyes from following Revenge of the Sis on Twitter or whatever. 
here. And by the way, I'm also done with Florida trying to make a comeback. You don't get to shake off Florida, man. You don't get to shake off the stench of being Florida by going, we're the freedom guys. No, you're not. You stink. You always stunk. I hate Florida. I hate going to Florida. My parents live in Florida. I hate it there. Stinks. One of the worst places on earth. And, and it's so, it's hack at this point to call Florida bad, which is why it got this little renaissance out of nowhere. Florida's having its moment. No! Uh-uh. Done. No more moment for Florida. We're tired of it. I'm tired of hearing Mersh act like he's from there. There isn't a single member of Revenge of the Sis, a show that never shuts up about Florida. Not one of them is from Florida. Mersh is from Long Island. Royce is from Cuba. And by the way, not the island. The man, the actor, Cuba Gooding Jr. He's from him. That's what those dark circles are under his eyes. You got Virgie. I know these guys are always talking about Florida. Not from there. You don't know anything about it. You've probably never even been outside of your little tiny area of Florida. And Florida stinks. That was a side note, though. I'm just, I am so sick. I've been thinking about this for the past few weeks. I am so sick of Florida trying to make Florida happen again. No. You are where Jewish people go to die. And where crazy people go to be born, the the freaking losers and methed out weirdos of America, and also the nation's elderly Jews. That is what you're for and nothing else. And I pray to God, a super alligator eats your entire peninsula and the panhandle. Anyway, so every one of these guys who's known for Twitter, this dude, Ian Miles Chong, Chong. They're all Asian too, by the way. Even Kim.com. And there's so many more. I, I can't, I don't know all their names, but there's so many more. They're all doing a Musk impression now. They all want to be friends with it. They think because they managed to get into a Twitter space with Elon Musk one or two times that they're now friends with him and they're all emulating him the way everybody started doing Trump. I see through you, okay? My eyes are wide enough to see Andy know this whole interview. Andy knows that Gavin is sitting there, so he's giving Alex nothing. It's like one of the most boring, awful interviews of all time. But then on top of that, he's being an autistic robot because he thinks that's what you're supposed to do because he's emulating Elon Musk. That was the argument that was put forward by Twitter. Um... Twitter. What? Where are you from? Can anybody tell, are you from Vietnam or are you from South Africa? Twitter, Twitter, that's the way Elon Musk would say it. In terms of service? Uh, that was the argument yeah. that was put forward by Twitter. Um, Twitter, Twitter. Do you hear it? Is it just me? He's even trying to look like him. Is that, I mean, uh, maybe that's a step too far. I don't know. Am I crazy or is he attempting to look like Elon Musk? Uh, trust and safety. Ah, that's so dumb. You can't freaking expose that. Okay, well. Andy, can I oh, ask yeah, something? Please. So Gavin jumps in, and Andy didn't want this to happen. 
Alex has no idea there's a problem. And we have Gavin McInnes uh, uh, on the show. He's from Portland? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that can't be possible. The, the way he talks? Why is he talking like that? As well. Andy, man, I've been meaning to ask you for a while. And, and here's another thing I'm done with. I'm done with bizarre, no specific region accents, okay? Elon Musk, weird accent. Stop it. Talk normal. Uh, what's that fucking bald guy everybody's upset? Andrew Tate. What the fuck is happening? What is that? That is like the most impossible impression to do. Ryan, one of the best impressionists I know. He can't do it. We've been working on an Andrew Tate forever. And I know I, he probably does one at this point. I've seen him do one on Gavin's show. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, no offense. You can't do it. It's impossible. I think I might have cracked the code on an Andrew Tate, but I don't even want to do it because what is it? Like I, I, when I listen to these people talk, it, you know what it is? I think the internet is fucking up people's accents. No one is from anywhere anymore. Everyone's from everywhere. It's why this quote. I'm the king of all trolls. None of these people are known. And I'm like known, you know, across the world. It's, that's why that's so retarded across the world. Everybody's known across the world. There's very few people now who don't know someone across the world. Okay. So now everybody is just this weird Chinese gobbledygook accent person. You're from Nowheresville. Andrew Tate. <laughs> better. I know, okay, listen. Andrew Tate, he says better like this. He goes, better. Better. And then I had another word I could do as Andrew Tate. Better. Oh, you think oh, I'm not better than him? Oh, I'm better than him. Better. It's like he's half Cockney, half Romanian, half gay. That's three halves, I know. I don't care. I'm not... Andy, no, I'm not trying to calculate all the rice in China over here. What is that other word I could do is Andrew Tate? It starts with a P. Pro pro probably. Probably. No. Fuck, I can't remember now. I sent it to Ryan at one point. Now I don't remember how to do it. Anyway, here's the thing. I think this, and nobody is going to believe me on this. I think the secret to doing an Andrew Tate impression is to do... um. Jordan Peterson without the Kermit part of his voice. What people say is the Kermit. Everybody says he sounds like Kermit. I don't think he sounds like Kermit. But whatever that thing is, if you remove that, it weirdly somehow, I know this doesn't sound right. It somehow becomes Andrew Tate. Is he? Does he have any Canadian in there? Because I swear, he, okay, hang on. So like when I do, I do a, really one of the best Jordan Petersons that's ever existed. <clears throat> it goes a little something like this. You know, Joe, a, a, a lobster, a lobster, a lobster. All right. So, um, uh, there's a, there's a biological difference between a man and a woman, Joe. The, the lob, the lobster. All right. So that's my Jordan Peterson. Now, if you take away the ah part and just do the accent part, it, and then you kind of speed it up by like 20%, like you're trying to get every word out. If you're trying to get every word out. As hard as possible and as fast as possible. But and if, if you bring me a bottle, if you brought me a bottle to my table, we could have bottle service. These hoes, these hoes, hoes, <laughs> these hoes. 
I don't know. I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm halfway there. I don't know. You tell me in chat room. I feel like that's nearly an Andrew Tate. I'm certainly doing it better than most people. Than most people. I, all I'm doing is toning down the, the Peterson there. Joe. <laughs> I have to say Joe or I can't do Jordan Peterson. Okay. Anyway, Gavin jumps in on the Andy No call. Please. And we have Gavin McInnes uh, uh, on the show as well. Better. Lobster. 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 Lob. Lobs. Lobs. Andy, man, I've been meaning to ask you. I'm losing. It's getting worse. For a while. Why don't you like me? What? What? Now we have heat. The guy uh, hates my guts. No, Andy doesn't hate you. Andy likes you, probably. No, I, I don't even to get him to. So Andy kind of smiles. This is the first time Andy has a human emotion during this whole thing. I know a lot of Asians are sort of bug people. They're robotic in this way, but he gets broken by Gavin because the tension has been mounting. For an interview for my book on Proud Boys, and he said no. Well, maybe he doesn't want to talk to you, Gavin. Andy's well, busy, man. You, I like you. Why don't you like me? But he's not saying anything. He doesn't want to respond. This is I like. This is the environment that Alex has set up for his show. Um, <laughs> hi, Gavin. <laughs> um, I have nothing against you, uh, personally. You know, we I get lots of media inquiries, and sometimes I'm not able to. To answer every yeah, Mersh taking impression notes right now. Yeah, pretty soon every time Mersh complains about Pot Awful, he's going to be like, I mean, uh, Jesse sitting over there, like little Pot Awful, like, oh, look at me. I'm Pot Awful. Pot, oh, I'm better. I'm better than Mersh. I'm better than Mersh. Requests. Yeah, so Gavin, not only do you not. That was tough, man. I had to do. Mersh doing me doing fucking Andrew Tate, and that's technically me doing Jordan Peterson. That was a lot just went into that. I hope you understand. The improv wasn't good on it, but there was a lot of elbow grease going on. Like me, but you don't even want to tell me I why. I think he likes you. I think Andy No, Andy's one of the nicest guys I know. I'm not I, saying he's not a nice guy. Great the guy. I can say is he has bad taste in dudes. Well, listen, he probably doesn't want to get kicked off the world and get on a no-fly okay, list. Say or... that. Say, I like you a lot. I want to be your friend, but I don't want to get kicked off Twitter because you have a swarm of bees around you. Well, I but had... can we secretly be friends? Say that. I th okay, so uh, Gavin's being funny about it. He just wants to make something happen here. And by the way, most interesting part of this whole interview, obviously, 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 obviously. I don't know how he would say that one. But Andy doesn't want to give him anything. And he doesn't. I think you should secretly be friends with Gavin, but at the same time, Gavin, you did indirectly start the biggest domestic terrorist group in American history. Right. That's fighting Antifa for him. I agree. We're no, trying no. to get him on milkshake, <laughs> and he doesn't even want to hang out with me. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to try to connect you two, but but it's it's funny you speak of milkshake. Secretly send me messages where you say, can we... Andrew Tate can't decide on an accent. I mean, again, it's a lot of people out there with these bizarre, you know, galaxy come baby... Accents where they're Klatuinian, they're they're Kashikian. Please be friends, Andy. He wants to be your friend. Uh, it, we are not far off from people just going <laughs> to talk. So if we can I'm be friends, secret friends. So Gavin gives him the option. He goes, uh, "Well, we can be secret friends," which you know, Gavin actually does have a lot of like secret friends. People who don't want to be associated with the whole Proud Boys thing. And Andy's like. You guys can be secret. That's only happening inside his head. But actually, this is the look 
that I'm thinking of when I say somebody closes the door behind them and just does nothing. Andy, no. I want you to imagine that. Friends, okay, enough of the secret friends, Andy. Thank you for coming on so much. Andy didn't say anything. Look at that. He's just silent. Uh, I just want to say, listen, we got to... I need you to freaking be able to expose these people. So if you are amplifying their rallies and their hate, because I've shared those, telling people to counter-protest that. So that, now I'm worried about losing my account. So I, I don't know what kind of dystopian future we live in where a journalist can't even expose actual protests and acts of violence. So I'm a little worried for the future, but I'm honored to be your friend. Don't worry about Gavin. He's had a couple margaritas. So, you know, we'll just, we're going to put him to bed. But Andy, thank Expressionless. Just nothing. This might as well be an oil painting that Alex is talking to, which, by the way, sounds like an actual bit he would do on his awful show. Thank you for being so great, coming on the show, and tell people where they can... And he's pissed. He feels like he got brought into a trap here. Find you and how they can support you. Uh, I'm an independent journalist, so I, I do really depend on the support of those to, you know, like my research, my writings. And You're telling me this guy is just from Portland. Listen, there's a lot of ports and a lot of lands. Are we talking about Portland, Micronesia? Where are we talking about? Unfortunately, I have a lot of security costs because of the... Um, Is he jaw maxing too? He's even sort of doing the, the Elon Musk jaw. The threats of violence against myself and um, my family. Uh, my website is andy-ngo. By the way, I just noticed he's wearing... Apple AirPods while using like a real microphone. If he's monitoring his own voice at all in those, that is like the delay on that is so huge. You have to be so psycho. No wonder he's not saying anything. He's hearing himself echo back like a minute later. It's got to be fucking up his brain. No, it's not because again, he's a bug. This is not a real human being. This is a living Twitter timeline and nothing else. .com and um, yeah, please check it out. And thanks for having me on. You're the best, Andy. I'll see you soon. Uh, hopefully, you. Uh, hopefully here in the States or maybe across the pond. Be good. Yeah, he's mewing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been mewing. It didn't, didn't work out for me. I just look. Stay safe. Uh, I know you will. And uh, keep on exposing these people. I, I really appreciate when you do that, Andy. Thank you. Honk, shoe, honk. Shoe. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, you pissed off Andy. He seemed mad at the end. He was mad. It's hard to tell with Asians when it's hard mad, to tell when Andy's mad. He, he was seemed, mad at the end. He, I could see him seething. He's mad. He's a little mad. What did? You, what, what was the beef though? You asked him to do what for I, you? I'm writing this book on Proud Boys, and I asked him to interview him, and he said no. <laughs> that hurt my feelings. I know people hate it. There's people that are so mad at me, not because I even said no, because I've had to reschedule going on people's podcasts. Ah! So the thing with Gavin and Andy No somehow becomes another pot awful shout out. Big board looks great, Colonel. Thank you very much. Let's head back to the big board for this one, shall we? Um. So I get why it's like it's yeah, reschedule. That's the whole thing that happened with me and. Alex. Annoying when people say no or reschedule. It is a well, pain. When it's one of your own. See, my problem is I come from punk rock. Yeah. Where no, you don't. Okay. <laughs> Gavin, you're losing me again. I liked it when you called out Alex earlier on. I can't listen to you talk about punk rock ever again. We're, we're done with it. Okay. Punk is dead. And uh, actually, you killed it. 
So let's go to yet another. Okay, so we introduced the brand new all-time hit favorite character, Satan. Now we've got another recurring character for you. In his first appearance on Primetime 99, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, with that being said, we're going to welcome on our very special guest. You probably have heard of his dad, Klaus Schwab Sr., who's a leader of the World Economic Forum, as well as uh, I called him the, you know, the original demon on a dirigible. We have his son on Skype, Klaus Schwab Jr. Are you there, Klaus Jr.? Hello, my slaves. It's your favorite Olajar, Klaus Schwab Jr. Happy to be a prime time with ah, Alex Stein. So close. So, so close. I'm happy to be here. So close. Okay, maybe next time. We are so this is a big, funny, conservatives everywhere go, ah! <laughs> Klaus Schwab, you know, the guy with the weird outfit, the ball. Woo! Woo! Your uncle would love this. Please. Introduce your uncle to Alex Stein's show. One, Alex needs it. Two, your uncle is going to love it. Okay? If Mersh had introduced his uncle to this show, he could have really put off a few bad nights. Not forever. It would have happened still eventually, but he definitely could have kicked that can down the road just a little bit further. You know, since we've seen each other in Dallas, you have you know, expanded your empire, right, for you. Well, I think uh, you were a big help in that. When I uh, when I sat in that coffin and you urinated on me and made me drink the blood of a cat, <laughs> I've been all aces. I mean, I don't think I've really uh, missed a free throw since, as they say. Well, I hear that you have the toxoplasmas, the cat shit brain already, so yes. this is why you survived this. <laughs> oh, this okay. Good for you. Oh, wow. So I would have died. So normally people would die in that uh, in that ritual. Okay, so, but uh, Klaus, I want to introduce you. I'm not sure. Are you familiar with uh, domestic terrorist Gavin McInnes? Oh, um, you mean William Randolph Hurstings? Yes, that's one of the other names I go by. Okay. So obviously this is fringe beyond belief. Um, didn't happen. Never happened. Obviously this is going to be the worst thing ever. I don't have to play any more of this. You get it. Okay. I'm going to play more because I had to watch it. So now you have to watch it. But that little bit right there. He introduces Gavin. He tries to get Gavin in the mix because he knows this is going to fail. Gavin made fun of the last character. So maybe if Gavin introduces some comedy into this, it won't be so bad. Now, if you feel like you recognize this dude at all, maybe it's because you saw him at Alex's failed stand-up show doing another one of these awful characters. Gavin introduces himself. The guy calls him William Randolph Hearst. If you don't know, we played the bumper with Perry Caravello a few minutes ago in the show, um, shouting out pot awful. Perry Caravello has a long history. He's one of the most trolled men of all time. Gavin is one of his trolls. It's actually one of the reasons I know Gavin and think Gavin is funny. And... In the world of the Perry Project, Gavin is known as William Randolph Hearst. Perry doesn't know anybody's name from history, so you can say your name's George Washington, and he will just believe that. 
So Gavin's William Randolph Hearst. Now that's a fine thing to know and a great little shout out. Hey, if I met Gavin in real life and I was like, hey man, William Randolph Hearst, love it. I love the Perry Project. That's a nice little wink and a nod. You know, it's a little, okay, we're on the same page. Hey, I know you from this. That's a great thing to do off air. It is a confusing and bizarre thing to do in the middle of this show that has nothing to do with Perry Caravello. Terrorist Gavin McInnes? Oh, um, you mean William Randolph Hurstings? Yes, that's one of the other names I go by. And even Gavin's like, yes, let me attempt to explain that so the audience isn't sitting here completely fucking confused. Uh, oh. <laughs> and Alex doesn't know what to do. And by the way, let's go ahead and discuss it. OBS layouts. Here's one for you right here. See how I'm looking this direction? And the thing I'm looking at is over here. And I know I say that with the TV behind me, but obviously my setup is a lot more complicated and bizarre than the average person. This setup that they've got going on, Every fucking streamer I ever see fucks this up, at least in there at the beginning. ROTC did it. Alex Stein is doing it. Kino Casino is now doing it. I don't understand what the thought process is here. Alex is on the left side. Gavin is on the right side of the screen. But in reality, Gavin is sitting on the left. And Alex is sitting on the right. So what inevitably happens when they look at each other? They're just staring the wrong way off screen. Hello? I don't know why it is that everybody fucks this up every time. No one ever thinks about any of this stuff. Move Alex over there and move Gavin over there. Is that so hard? Am I asking for too much? Am I asking for too much from the coke-addled brain of Alex's producer? Of course I am, because they scheduled and planned and wrote down this bit. Rob Jr., is, is your sort of globalism going to continue into perpetuity? Like, a lot of people talk about Soros dying, and then it'll be... So here's Gavin trying to rescue this bit before it's even begun. Done. But Soros' son is going to continue the thing. Is it the Alex. same with you? Yes, Alex is a great friend for me. Um, you know, this is just the fourth industrial revolution, you know? Um, and this will, you know, before I want to say something, you were speaking like ignorant times about equitable access to the bathrooms mm -hmm. on the sports competition. You know, I think that you guys are really like stuck in the past for this and it's kind of like boggling my mind. Your ESG score goes down after this episode will air for you. <laughs> um, but like, let's say for example, you walk into farm with the cows and the pigs or the eggs or something. And, um, you only eat like these things. You, you do not eat the earth's worms, you know, the flies on the wall. You do not eat the mosquito off the cow's back. Okay. You're like very... Uh, you know what? I just, I apologize. I apologize for continuing. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, next episode. We have got this has gone way longer than I intended it to. I should really just break this up into another like two episodes or something at this point. I'm just gonna soldier on so we can get to this pot after show. Um Oh my god. Alright, this is episode three. The guest is Michael Malice, and one minute in, look at that. It's AOC, and we get another patented Alex Stein poem. Here's Alex's big cold open monologue intro. A being cuckolded gets fulfilled every time I say something to you, Alex. And since you won't see me, and I can't get you a gift physically, I can still give you my words. So I wrote you a poem, Madam Congresswoman. Here it goes. I call this my ode to AOC. Your boot. You see the graphics? You see what I'm talking about? Why is it aligned all the way over there behind Alex's shoulder? Put it in the middle. What are you doing? Just put it in the middle. Beat is so fine. It reminds me of an avalanche. I'd love to eat that ass with a large side of ranch. ranch. Your power is sexy. It can make a man weak. I'm quadruple vaccinated, so maybe we can freak. freak. You light me up like a marble cigarette. I'd love to have you in the back of Joe's Corvette. Corvette. We were both named Alex, and that's a fact. I can't wait to hear Biden say, come on, Jack. Didn't the day we get one. married, it will be a dream. AOC and Primetime 99 eating pistachio ice, ice cream. cream. Unless you are lactose intolerant, we will get you a yogurt substitute. I would hate for you to be in bed tonight. And all you do is toot. I love you, AOC. So please unblock this G. Happy Valentine's Day. I love you so much, baby. This is a program for adults. Okay, moving on. 321. Everybody in chat. 321. Break them out. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> okay, so. The audio for his intro song, way louder than the audio of him talking. It cuts to Alex. There is no audio. He has, He's just talking and nothing's happening. So this very loud music and then... Okay, now I said on the last episode that Alex is a lizard person. He is, this is his real face. Whenever you see him do this look, he's holding it together any other time. This is the mask slipping. You're seeing the man behind the curtain. This is the real deal. So this is what we refer to as a lizard, a lizard malfunction. There you go. He's just going and going. His face is stuck like that. There's no audio. Oh my God. He goes back to it. You just when you think it's over, he can't hold it anymore. He realizes the audio is not working and whatever sort of technology, whatever advanced alien technology from the space that he claims doesn't exist, he uses to do this. It just keeps malfunctioning. <laughs> I'm. There's no audio. Sorry, listeners. Sorry, podcast people. 
and still no audio but he's holding the face now happy valentine's day episode three ladies and gentlemen <laughs> episode three now he's talking to his mom he says happy valentine's day and he's talking to his mom and she doesn't have audio now she's a robot ghost in a blimp how could she not have audio if she doesn't have audio she doesn't exist anymore mom we're having issues with the sound is the metaverse technology already messed up so alex just looks off camp he just goes silent even alex is done with this stupid show so they got to do it though this is something that i didn't even realize when i first started watching all of this they have to go through each one of these bits because it's all they've got. Alex can't improvise. He can't go off the cuff. I, I mean, he can, but it's just the same things over and over again. He's insane in the Ukraine. He's a pimp on a blimp eating steak and shrimp. I'm a plant-based pimp. That's it. You're, it's going to be two hours of that if they don't have these bits. So they have to do them and they have to do them in the right order or everything malfunctions, everything breaks off. So even though the audio is not working, even though Alex manages to get his mic to work, he's gotta talk to the mom or else the whole show is messed up. I'm not kidding. And here's how I know, look at this. I, when I noticed this, I thought I was gonna lose it. I, I thought I was going insane for the Ukraine. Now, I'm just going to play it, and then you tell me if you saw what happens here, okay? It's suicide. All you have to say is your leg hurts, or you have a headache, and they will send you here with me to live for eternity, or, or at least until the lizards defeat the computers during the battle of 7,652 in about 5,500 years. All right, mom. Wow, that's a lot of information to digest. I, I I'll definitely look into it. I promise. Uh, now I have. Okay. Now, I bring up this whole improv thing because I thought for sure. Well, these terrible characters and bits they do in the show—they're bad because they're not planned. Just like Alex's stand-up show that bombed, he didn't plan any of that stuff, so it was bad. Certainly, none of this would be pre-written right but they're calling it out in the chat chewy's got it right ding 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 he's mouthing her lines sad pathetic that's not true it is true it's not true it is true let's go felted etc and i'm going to prove it by playing it for you again right now full screen here we go watch alex's mouth this is all the insane comedy stylings it's all right here okay he wrote this down He's waiting to talk and mouthing each line. Mouthing the computers in, and at the very least. During the battle of 7,600. Well, Alex is one of the greatest ventriloquists of all time. He's a regular Jeff Dunham. And by Dunham, I mean that photo of him getting fatter. 
from the teleprompter where I'm reading all the words. Bong, wow, that's a lot of information to digest. He thought this was gold, yes. yes I, I look, I'll definitely look into it, I promise. Uh, now I have to go and do the rest of the show. Please make sure not to crash the blimp tonight, Mom. Keep us safe. Oh, don't worry, Alex. Amazon software doesn't allow its artificial intelligence to kill their I didn't add that sound effect, by the way. That's it. They started doing drops in the show. Oh, I mean, we can't kill you, so no need to worry at all whatsoever. He's still mouthing the lines. This was all written down, too. You thought it was over. It's not. But Alex must have realized during that bit just how bad it was because... His guest, Michael Malice, is on. He's talking to Michael Malice, and then... He just loves cops and law enforcement. It's like his favorite thing. The one, the only, Michael Malice. Welcome to the program, Michael. I have never been in a blimp before, and I got to tell you, it's kind of fun. I feel like this is going to be a bigger disaster than the Hindenburg. It is going to be a disaster. That's what we do. It's a chaotic show. So, his second in-studio guest, by the way. We're on episode three, but he's only had two in-studio guests and both of them know what a fucking disaster this show is. Alex Stein, Hindensburg. Now, Michael Malice gave us a gift. If you don't know who Michael Malice is, I've actually met Michael in real life. He's a very small little man. He's, uh, he's one of these mouthy Ukrainian refugees from before the war in Ukraine. He's a little Jewish guy who, you know, isn't Jewish. He's like an atheist Jewish. He's a communist or something. I don't know. He's like, in, he's, a, he's a, an anarchist. He thinks he fancies himself an anarchist despite dressing like this and sitting like this. He's actually a funny guy. He's a good guest to have. Uh, you know, Alex is lucky to have him on, to be quite honest. Uh, this show is beneath Michael Malice by every stretch of the imagination, but... A problem happened. There's a bit of a meltdown. The Jewish uh, mal lizard malfunction that happened earlier revealed to Jewish guest Michael Malice exactly what's going on here. Watch this. And I'm talking. You know, Alex says he's not Jewish. About the technical technological advancement of yes. air conditioning. Could you imagine living in a world with no AC? The pyramids. How are they built? Aliens or Egyptian slaves? It was us. <laughs> Wait, what? Us? What do you mean us, Michael? Hang on a second. Who built those pyramids? How are they built? Aliens or Egyptian slaves? It was us. He literally points to himself and Alex. He doesn't mean us like, you know, me and my friends, the Jews. Me and the good people of Judea. He literally goes, it was, uh, you know, you and me, the type of guy we are. We're both the same thing. You, uh, Stein, obviously. So you would never say you're not that you had an interview with the Jewish Journal. So it was you, the it Ukrainian. And then Alex goes, it was you. Oh, the Ukrainians. It was you. Built aliens or Egyptian slaves? It was us. It was you, the it Ukrainian no, illegal aliens? Jews. It was us. We built them. He said, no, Jews. It was us. We built them. No, it was not. No, I think it was. <laughs> And embarrass Alex trying to hold together his disguise. Space aliens. No, actually, I don't believe in space aliens. Oopsie. And he did it again. Another oopsie daisy from Alex. Oh, wait, space. Not real. Uh, and then the audio just goes out. 
But you just interviewed one. I know, but I still don't believe that person was necessary. Oh, yeah. One of the guests on his show in this episode was a guy pretending to be a alien. Really real. I, they sent me a picture of their space genitalia, and I, it looked kind of like a human penis. All right. So thank you to Michael Malice for exposing. And, and this is crazy. I don't know that I've ever seen this before. Michael Malice. Actually, this did happen. Alex Stein got loomered by Loomer. Loomer. And now, in another shocking twist, the guy naming the Jew, another fellow Jew, Michael Malice. Thank you. And, uh, uh, I'm not uh, in respect for you. I'm not even going to put the echo on your name for that one. Congrats, buddy. You made it. Uh, you are welcome to visit the moon base. Just a visit, though. All right, let's go to the next episode, episode four. We're cranking through them now, huh? What up, Tom? We should have... Oh, my God. I don't think I even noticed this for my notes here. I think the audio is only in one channel at the beginning of this one. This The notes I have don't start with zero, zero, zero. What up to all my pimps and players this evening? Big is up that, to the is that just in my thing? Hang on. Am I? No. Okay. So this episode begins with Alex in one channel. What up to all my pimps and players this evening? My apologies to the stereo listeners out there who uh, may have broken right channel. Big up to the big dogs in the chat who represent the East. That's not even in my notes. MS-13 Latin Assassins crew. I just want to say I really respect what y'all are doing for the movement, and I hope Big Eduardo gets... I wonder if this, these little mistakes they're making, are in an effort to prove the pot-awful henchmen wrong, to prove that this show is actually live. And I know that is a concern of theirs because of our next time code here. Fix it up. It's kind of like how- Ah, I look, they fix it. Okay, it's in both channels now. I give my cat medicine. Sometimes I'd like to crush it up. I crush up the pill and I put it in the cat's food. That way we can constantly be giving you content and we got to pay the bills because I'm primetime nine and nine. What do you think? You think this suit's free? You think this blimp was free? So he's vamping, he's got nothing. No, we got bills to pay. You know how we pay those bills? It's through your support in the chat right now. A lot of guys, you guys don't think the show's live. Let me pull it out, though. No, this is live. We're live pimp on a blimp. Let me see. I don't know that Potoffel's ever accomplished this before. Again, we only watched live on episode one. We are now on episode four. This is the most delayed reaction to is this live the troll that's ever happened. I'm the king of all trolls. None of these people are known, and I'm like known, you know, across the world. I'm happy to be here. So usually when we say is this live, it's live. And then the guy freaks out and goes, yes, it's live and proves it. This show is so fucking not live that it took him four episodes to respond. We had to travel time in order for him to respond to this. Let's see, let's see. Uh, 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 better than nothing. Never mind. I'll answer that. I see you guys in the chat. Look, Mr. J. What does this prove, by the way? We don't. We can't see the chat now. There's no chat now, so we. I, this could be fake chats for all I know. Wizard, I see you guys. The show is live. If you guys want to support the show. He's so concerned. So Pot Awful got him again. The worst guy in the world, Pot Awful. Then spread it, share it, get other people in the chat. We need like-minded individuals and we need people that don't think like us to come here and actually express their viewpoints because I don't want this show to uh, operate inside of a vacuum. I don't want some, you know, right-wing, only conservative viewpoint show. I want everybody's viewpoint, whether it is a good viewpoint or 
So the reason he's vamping so much, I believe in episode four, they didn't manage to get an in-studio guest. So by episode four, they're stretching the limits of their ability to get guests. And it's actually so bad. And Alex is having to fill time so much. Ooh, that's a little sneak preview there. He's having to fill time so much that he actually runs into a little bit of a problem. Alex now experiences exactly what he did to me when he canceled on my show last minute as the guest. Check this out. So, um, did you did you try to prank Troy Nels again? Because Troy Nels is supposed to be his guest. This guy right here is the producer of the show. They call him JVT. Okay. Does he look at all familiar? He's always inserting himself into the shows. He's put this camera on himself. Do you remember this guy? The guy who's making the show, the guy playing the mom, playing Satan, trying to inject his humor into the show. I think he thinks that this is a bit because he is ghosting us right now. So, like, did Dontarius send him another naked picture? Like, No, thought, wait, are you serious right now? He's not answering Congressman Nelson? Yeah, well, we're being dead serious, but... So you see the panic on Alex's face? It kind of sucks when you're doing a live show to have someone last minute, no warning, cancel on you. And what is the reason they think he's done it? They're worried he thinks that he's being trolled. Sound familiar? You're not going to send bounty hunters after the congressman, are you, Alex? So if you didn't figure it out, this guy right here, the producer of the show, JVT, is the dude, you will remember him from the Killstream Kingpin bowling event. This is the guy who was selling drugs to everyone at the bowling alley. Can't make this stuff up. Every word I got from every henchman that was there and other people, like just the names who were there, they all said this guy had a bag full of goobers. He had every goofball anybody could want. Dick Masterson was buying stuff off of him. He is now running the show over at the blaze. (laughs) I mean, what an amazing, a Cinderella story. And it really explains the comedy that's happening here. Now let's watch and enjoy the schadenfreude of Alex getting a little taste of his own fucking medicine. I wonder if that was in Mr. Pusher's bag of tricks here. Like, I, I mean, did you think he was going to bring in another naked man into his office? Like, No, I don't think he did that. Wait, wait, wait. You're being serious. You're telling me the congressman right now is standing us up? What in the world is going on? Well, you you gotta be- Alex, sheer panic because he has no way to fill that void. If they don't hit every little bit they had planned... They've got nothing. Call him out. You should FaceTime him right now and be like, what the heck's going Wait, on? Where are you? I thought we were cool. Oh, uh, uh, he's asking for Zoom. For well, Zoom? That is exactly what Alex did to me 30 minutes before the show. He's trying to cancel. I say, I, where's your Discord? You haven't friended me on Discord. And he tries to say, well, let's use a different thing. Yes. He gave us yeah. his Skype name. Oh, my gosh. Isn't it fun to watch him panic? Okay, let's send him a Zoom. I, by the way, still made an amazing fucking episode without the famous guest. 
Look at this. Animal. Yeah, just send me that, but we can give some context on him and Don, your wife's no, boyfriend. No, no, no. We'll send him a your Zoom. Your wife's boyfriend. Don Terry's, Don Terry's, Don Terry's. Like, of course we don't have this ready. Okay, so of course we don't have the congressman on uh, on Zoom because, you know, this is the fourth episode of Primetime 99 Alex said. And it's time to reset. What show are you watching? Oh, it's the fourth episode. We're always making mistakes. Every freaking second. The audio is messed up. The, the freaking guest. Loud is funny. Here we go. Fill the time. Like Zoom under this sky. We can't get one freaking thing right. <laughs> okay. Okay. That was actually pretty good, Chris. You did a good job with that sound effect. No, he didn't. Okay, let's skip ahead here to the next one. 2114. Perfect. There we go. So, not only did we make Alex address whether or not the show was live, we also made him address whether or not this channel rightfully belongs to him. I don't think it does. What does Alex think? This being the fourth episode, we probably should address it before the congressman comes on. And, you know, a lot of... <laughs> what, is the congressman going to have a hearing about this? He's addressing the stolen channel from Elijah. <sighs> we don't want to be caught being thieves in front of the congressman. People have been upset. If you've noticed, Prime Time with Alex Stein is actually the graveyard of a once great show, You Are Here. He calls it the great... Like, the disrespect. You stole this shit, dude. To call it the grave, it's not Mersh's mouth. And you're like, what is the show you are here? Now, that was a show with Elijah Schaefer and Sidney Watson that ended up, you know, getting basically canceled because the host, you know, whatever, they didn't want to continue to do the show for whatever reason. How the hell is Jesse still alive after watching all this? It was so dra I was watching it on 1.25 speed just to make it happen faster. It actually didn't help at all. I tried 1.5 and it was too fast. It was like a fever dream. The cocaine rush of this nonsense happening. I couldn't do it. So we put it down to 1.25. And you would think, oh boy, that would clip along a little bit. Nope, nothing. It was honestly this weird uncanny valley of time. So that channel was a very successful show. The Blaze rebranded that channel to primetime with Alex Stein. You ask yourself why, but all that content's gone. No, every single episode of You Are Here is available. You become a Blaze TV subscriber behind the paywall. You can see every single show. So for the people that are complaining that they miss all the You Are Here episodes, this is a business, baby. We what was more painful, the Hydrocell or the Steinathon? <sighs> I will say this, the Hydrocell was extremely, extremely physically painful it was bad it was bad for weeks um and it was mentally anguishing okay like it, not knowing what was going on thinking i had cancer thinking i was gonna lose my nuts and everything like that was horrible mental i hate you know anything to do with uh body horror kind of stuff i really hate that stuff anything um what do they call that like you know when your body is not uh Fuck, I, I can't think of the term right. In fact, the Stein Marathon melted my brain so that I no longer remember terms that I would have known any other time. But anyway, the mental anguish from the hydrocell was immense. And the Stein thing still beat it. Physically, obviously, the hydrocell. Mentally, Steinathon all the way. I'm still in it. It's still happening. 
I haven't left it. We'll be in the Steinathon for weeks. We got bills to pay. You can go behind the paywall. Not gender dysphoria. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you can see every single episode. And if you're mad, if you don't like primetime with 99. Not body dysmorphia. Jesus fucking Christ. No, it's uh, it's about like the continuity of your body and it being, you know, they're being uh, losing a limb or something. It's like the horror of the uh, discontinuity of your body. There's a term for it. it. Doesn't matter. You guys are, you guys can't get your head out of the trans. You gotta stop thinking about the margins. <laughs> get your head out of the margins. Uh, you don't like this at all? Turn it off. Unsubscribe. I want you here. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was a bad idea, because they did. This is episode four. This is when you started seeing the mass exodus. Oh, is that what happened? Bye, 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 bye. I need you here. I would love it if you would stay and watch the show and participate in the chat. But if you don't want to, we're not going to twist your arm, dog. This is, a, this is a, you can do whatever you want. This is a liberty. So that's awesome. So he steals a channel and then tells you you want to see the stuff that you subscribed for you gotta pay hava nagila hava nagila hava listen it's just a bad look all right i'm not the one calling you out on this michael malice is let's go ahead to the next one wait what um, that time code comes after this. Okay, well, you know what? I think we did it. I think we saw it all. All right. Proving it's live. Why did that? Oh, was there another time code? Okay, that's weird. It's it's back in time here. But, uh, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, I see. I see what's happening now. I see what's happening now. Okay, I got confused because he actually... He tries to prove it's live a second time. That's why I was so messed up on this. And they're worried about their guest being trolled again. So the two things we saw before, it happens again. They're so bad at filling the time, we're going to come right back to that. Alex Stein. There we go. Alex Stein. He's resetting. Reset time. Got nothing to say. Prime time. Alex Stein. 99. Pimpin' and blimp. Steak and shrimp. Uh, always on my grind. Always grind and shine. Come and support Prime Time. 99. Alex Stein. So I know we're still trying to get the congressman on the show. Of course, you know, like I said, this is a live show. Everybody's always. Oh, but we pay you. But we pay for your pizza, Jesse. I didn't take anything away from you. Okay. If I could, all of the episodes that were ever on YouTube would still be on YouTube. I didn't steal those. They were stolen from me. I'm the Elijah in my situation. Me making money off of my misfortune. I. That Elijah should be making that money. You think Elijah or Sidney Watson are getting any of that money for you signing up for the Blaze because they took away the show you subscribe for? Uh-uh. That's over. They don't get to have any of the money from that show ever again. Their likenesses, their thoughts, their ideas, their ideas for the show, they booked the guests, they're friends with the guests. They don't get any of that. Not the same situation at all. It's not live. It's well, not live. Alex, let's at least show your wife's boyfriend visiting. Whoa, so, okay, hang on. He's proving it's live. So I know we're still trying to get the congressman on the show. Of course, you know, like I said, this is a live show. Everybody's, oh, it's not live. It's well, not live. Alex. <laughs> we really get to him with it. He hates 
the is this live thing. So let's they show, always do. At least show your wife's boyfriend visiting him. Don Terrius? Oh, I mean, do we a have classic a classic clip? Do we have we, a sot of Don Terrius? Can we throw to that sot? Yes. Can, yes, we can. We can throw to it. But I'm trying to get the congressman on. Here, I'll get. Jesse equals Elijah. And leave a seat at the table for me, Alex and Michael Malice. I'm texting you his email right now. He just. Yep, I yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm emailing his rep. I, I really think he thought you were pranking him, Alex, which I, is completely I, understandable. I don't think so. I don't think I don't think Troy Nels thought that. I'm friends with Troy Nels. Everybody knows I'm a prankster, but I think he was going to come on the show. Listen. Oh, it hurts, does it? It sucks. It sucks for something like that to happen. Right, I'm emailing him, but let's let's play the let's play the sot while I email. Okay, I don't want to see Don Terrius shake his titties. So let's go. To our last, this is the final episode I could take before I had to skip ahead, okay? Um, and it was the Brittany Venti episode. Brittany Venti's the guest, and I had been waiting for this one, okay? I was excited for this one because you may know this, Brittany Venti, friend of the show, has been on Pod Awful before. I had recently had a conversation with Brittany Venti that is very interesting in light of what's happening on this episode. This is episode five. We're gonna, going to go ahead and skip. We, can, we don't even have to see this terrible, terrible intro. Let's just get to Brittany Venti, see what happens. The pioneer in this movement, in this space. She's anti-porn, she's anti-sex work, and she's, you know, honestly, uh, a fearless individual. Welcome Brittany Venti to the Primetime with Alex Stein Show. Thank you, I'm happy to be here. Can I Excuse me, you're, wait, hang on a second, what? I'm happy to be here. What did you just say? I'm happy to be here. Hang on, let's roll that back one more time because I think we might have ourselves a brand new drop. Anti-porn, she's anti-sex work, and she's, you know, honestly, uh, a fearless individual. Welcome Brittany Venti to the primetime. Here we go, are you ready? Okay. The Alex Show. Thank you, I'm happy to be here. Can I? Wait, what? Wait. Wait, what? Welcome Brittany Venti to the Primetime with Alex Stein Show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to E here. You're happy to E here. God damn it. God damn, this show sucks. Fuck, I hate Alex's show. We can't even get a good, clean, happy to be here out of this. Happy to E here. So you're H to E-H. Can I get one of those dead? Welcome Brittany Venti to the Primetime with Alex Stein Show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Can I get one? I'm happy to eat here. I'm happy to eat here. Fuck! One of those dead mom holograms, too. Yes, yes, you can. We, it's Amazon.com. It's Jeff Bezos, and we can upload your mother's consciousness, and you'll be okay, able to... So Brittany's mom is dead, so she wants... The, the, everyone with a dead mom apparently wants the dead mom holograms, okay? Um... All right, now let's skip to the next one here. This is where shit gets really interesting. Brittany was banned from Twitter for a long time because of a lady named Eliza Blue. So they're discussing sex trafficking and taking advantage of hurting people sexually, okay? This is where it gets interesting. That being said, Brittany, this is the dead mom club. We don't want to, you know, get all this low vibrational energy. But Brittany, tell us what's going on with you. I know that you were unfairly suspended from Twitter for what I believe is you shared a screenshot of Eliza Blue's openly public world star hip hop video vixen video. And I believe that is what set off this chain of reaction or, or whatever chain of events. Yeah, a chain of reaction. By the way, 
Alex, your guest is over there. You can just look at her, address her. She's a human being. Is he trying to avoid looking at her titties or something? The kid sister is sitting right off over to the side. He just wants no. Don't look at the camera. That's what a nervous guy does. Or there's another option. Maybe it's not nerves. There is always the option of he is literally reading off of a teleprompter right now. You would think this would just be normal, casual, introductory conversation. The teleprompter is built right into the camera. It's like right there in it. You, you can actually look. You can read it and be looking into the lens. In video, and I believe that is what set off this chain of reaction. Chain of reaction. So it, somebody wasn't making the teleprompter go fast enough. This happens all the time on his dad, Tucker Carlson show. Whoever runs Tucker's teleprompter, you are fired permanently. Out of a cannon after you've been obliterated into ashes for just doing it as a show for children. You watch Tucker and every once in a while he'll be like in the middle of a sentence. What is that thing that is making us all scared? Conservatives ever. Everywhere. Uh, 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 like, his brain shuts. It's like Anchorman. He just can't continue. He can't even think of a way to vamp between that. I hate it. It is so annoying. Tucker has the worst teleprompter guy of all time. Alex apparently hired the same guy to copy him. Or whatever chain of events that basically exposed Eliza Blue's, you know, kind of. And now he looks over. Kind of CD past. Yeah. So why are you looking at the camera? She's there. She's right there. Look at her. Uh, and I'm really grateful that you're having me on because not every person, especially at the start, wanted to cover it because she's very well connected. And given that she worked with Elon Musk to help develop the system that she used to abuse and uh, waste time and resources that should have gone to the victims that she claims to help advocate for as a sex trafficking advocate, supposedly. So I love this. Brittany Venti on Alex Stein's show calling out someone for being a fake advocate for helping people who are who are mistreated sexually help it you see where i'm going with this people who are mistreated sexually a fake advocate does that remind you of anybody but what happened was my account got locked because i tweeted eliza blue the thread that i saw that had a bunch of receipts and so they're talking eliza blue and britney's thankful for alex platforming her at this time where she's being de-platformed but Alex, as far as I'm concerned, is a fake when it comes to being an advocate. This whole drag queen thing, he does drag in front of fucking children. It's, it, you can't argue it. That's what happens. And I actually happen to have had a conversation with Brittany about this very topic before she did this episode. I find it very strange she would speak to Alex Stein about a, an event like this after she said this. This is real. We were in a Twitter space together. Some lady was hosting a Twitter space. Brittany Venti is there, and I jumped in. I managed to get a few shots in. Here's what happened. But look at the incident with that teacher with the huge prosthetic tits. That teacher is still there. She's, they, I don't want to say she, they, he's still there teaching the kids. Okay, I with his sex here. 
I, I'd read that, and I don't, I don't know how true this was. You know how it went away really fast. I'd read that it was a guy who was actually like super conservative, and he did it to see how far he could do it. Like he did it as, as a meme. But you um, can't so ironically I do that. That crosses yeah. the boundary for satire. You can't ironically be so, sexually perverse around kids. Yeah, and great point about the uh, crossing the satire line with the big tits teach Canada. If you do anything sexual like that, is pretending to be a lady in front of kids, that is crossing a line. I think we all agree on that. That's and, a bad if they do that, if you're crossing the line of like, you can't, right. my point is you can't subject ironically. Like there's a point where you can't cross satire and that's the whole art of it. It's being able to toe the line to understand exactly. the irony. And I agree. I think the same thing when like Alex Stein dressed up like a lady in that lake around children, had his nuts hanging out and stuff. And obviously his intent was satire. That's what he claimed. But once you're in front of the kids, it crosses that line. Yeah, I absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us, Brittany. Uh, have a good stream. And maybe after we're done here, some people can jump over there and see you there. Wow. So the idiot fucking host jumped on Brittany's last line there. She did respond and she said, yeah, I see what you're saying. She sees what I'm saying, but Alex is too important a friend. You know, he's got too many followers for her to just abandon him. I believe uh, here's Brittany's quote on the whole crossing the line of satire. Here's if you didn't catch it, what she said was you can't suck dick ironically. She is comparing what Alex Stein does to sucking cock for laughs. Now, a lot of people would argue that Alex's first guest, Gavin McInnes, he shoved that he tried to shove a uh, butt plug up his butt. You can't shove a butt plug up your butt ironically is why so many people have a problem with Gavin McInnes. So what happens when you are actually in front of little kids showing off your dingling? That crosses the line of satire, but Brittany had no problem getting on Alex's show and getting a little bit of heat while she was down and out on every other platform. And this is the thing. Listen, I would love to have Brittany on to explain how this is okay. I would love to platform Brittany and give her the chance to correct this or to say why I'm wrong, why Alex is different. Why is he allowed to do it? Let's say, and by the way, we've had this discussion about the big titty teacher in Canada. I was the first guy to say that might be a prank. Nobody else said that before me. And then I was the first guy when everyone else was saying that to go, it doesn't matter if it's a prank, it's still bad. (laughs) Before Brittany said it, I said, if you're wearing big fat tits in front of kids as a man, you're still doing it. You can't ironically suck a dick. You just can't do it. I've done all of this on the show. So what makes it different for Alex? My guess is nothing. My guess is it's different for Alex because Alex has followers. Let's go to 1612 and do something a little bit more lighthearted. That was more of an expose there than it was a comedy piece. So let's go to Alex shilling for Manscaped. 
when something very interesting happens. Off plus free shipping. Let me tell you something. I need Manscaped. I'm a hairy freak, and without it, I wouldn't have this beautiful baby face. So I'm indebted to Manscaped, not only for keeping my junk, you know, trimmed, but now making this beautiful face look young, like a little boy out of my mother's womb. And let me tell you a little bit about this kit. This kit is about to change your life. The Beard Hedger Pro Kit has made it easier than ever to craft your signature look. This kit will make your facial hair anywhere from Gandalf to totally bare. It all starts with a Beard Hedger and fucking teleprompter speech on the sponsor in order to make that money and Brittany you know what Brittany you're back in my good graces for this one Brittany let out the most disgusting that was not a sound drop it's the most disgusting fucking burp I've ever heard anywhere from Gandalf to totally bare it all starts with a beard hedger and a burp this thing is a juggernaut of fixing face that really happened there this is what should be done, by the way, when you're the guest during anyone. If you are forced to sit through somebody doing an ad read while you're a guest and you're getting none of that money, by the way, fucking disrespect the shit out of their sponsors at every chance you get. There, it all starts with a beard. <laughs> okay, you get the idea. And finally on this episode, we're going to go to 31, no, 32, 31. And this is interesting. The other guest on this episode is Mike Fernovich. And there's actually a few interesting things that happen here. But the most fascinating one in the very last episode, Alex is desperately trying to prove to you that the show is live. And unfortunately, this episode proves it ain't. Here it is, 100% proof, black and white. Check it out. Mike Cernovich, welcome to Primetime with Alex Stein. How you doing, Mike? My pleasure. Congratulations on your show. Well, hey, listen, I'm on the grind all the time. I was grifter of the year, so, you know, uh, it, all my hard grifting paid off Grift. now, Mike. So here I am with you. And, you know, I bring up the Epstein stuff. Obviously, I know you've been a, you know, I guess you'd say a media personality for a long time. But for me, the, the Epstein pizza, knowing that. Did you hear that? What was that? What happened there? Wait, wait a second, huh? The pizza what? The pizza fund? Oh, he meant the pizza fund. Personality for a long time. But for me, the, the Epstein pizza, knowing that. Now, how in a live show do you pinpoint accurately drop the offending word in a word that will get you banned from YouTube? That was in the live version. This is the live version. This is not edited. Watch what Mike says right after this. That there are people that are in power that are. This wasn't censored in the moment, okay? Actually, sexually abusing kids, especially Jimmy Seville. Like, I know there's a dump button. I, there's going to be people out there who are radio savvy and understand there's a dump button. There's proof that it wasn't dumped. Watch this. I remember watching a documentary of Jimmy Seville and realizing, you know, this guy was literally knighted by the queen abusing children so i just realized you know it was that come to jesus moment like wow there are actual pedophiles that are in uh, control of the world so you know why are you so passionate in exposing all this mike watch this yeah well first be real careful about that gate thing yeah yeah or they'll that's a quote that's a quote yeah sorry excuse me <laughs> yeah they'll try to make alex is nervous he's scared 
Now, if it had actually dumped live, if it had actually, if this was a live show, he wouldn't be saying that because there wouldn't have been any audio there. Or Alex would be explaining like, no, it's cool. We dumped it. But Alex is fucking nervous. Oh, gate, right. And if you recall, the first person to tell Alex you're not allowed to say that term on YouTube was... I almost passed out doing that. I was on Conspiracy Castle years ago now, a hundred years ago, back when that was a show, I was on there. And I talked about me going around and doing my pizza, my pizza video, where I searched the gate word that you're not allowed to say, where I did the research, okay? Hashtag pizza underground. And I told Alex, I said, do you want me saying this word? Because you will get banned on YouTube for it. And he's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Glenn Beck ain't going to let you say the word. Glenn Beck knows the TOS matters when you're a big channel. They need to get that ad revenue. And even Mike Thurnovich knows all about that. So what happened? Well, this wasn't live. And they had to destroy the facade by editing it out. It was too important. Too important. So there you go. Is this live? Fuck, Fuck no. no. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Alex fears pickles in chat. That's all it is. Happy to E here. Every episode of his show addresses Pod Awful. We only showed up to episode one. And all of the episodes are him trying to go like, look, see, Jesse, I'm not, I'm not as gay and retarded as you thought. Now, there's one final thing I want to share with you when it comes to this Mike Cernovich thing. This actually isn't even in my notes. It's just something I happened to notice, and it's kind of crazy. Just watch Mike Cernovich, okay? I, I just Are you getting the feeling I get when watching him? Take a look. Make it seem like it was that you that was that whole thing was interesting and it was a very big eye opener because I remember when we were talking about Jimmy Seville, Jeffrey Epstein, all these other issues, what the media would do was define it to something that you weren't even talking about. Mm -hmm. So I remember people would go, Oh, you said X, Y, and Z, and I go, Go ahead and go show me. Yeah. And you can't uh, Riley, that's Alex Stein. But you can see me talking about Epstein, Jimmy Seville. Okay. Is anyone else getting the same vibe i'm getting is anyone else seeing an uncanny similarity between mike cernovich and a certain goon i i didn't have this ready i mean this is not some i gotta pull something up now for this hang on a second uh, we gotta do a little back-to-back -back scenario here wait alex stein is no that's me live i thought alex stein was live right now i'm seeing my own thumbnail i just fool i trolled myself i'm the king of all trolls none of these people are known and i'm like known you know across the world okay let me see god what is his channel even called now oh here it is okay <laughs> let's see if i can find a good example um yeah okay this one will work okay now, if you didn't, we are back with Mr. Burger. Oh no, there's, there's a little. Okay, he's 
ruining it by this video won't stop fucking playing stop for two seconds so I can get it on screen okay um so that's Mike Cernovich now very carefully watch where did the video go okay everything's fucking up Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jesse Raiden, a.k.a. Doug Spurgers, a.k.a. Mr. Burgers Jr., a.k.a. Mr. Spurgers. Back with Mr. Burgers, and there's nothing about burgers right now except an update that I will be making new videos. I said I wouldn't at one point, but I'm going to keep making new ones. I'm going to make a new review maybe this weekend, like the 18th or 19th. There will be a new Am review. I crazy? And this is not a Am I insane for thinking there's an absurd similarity between Mr. Burgers and Mike Cernovich? Is there any way I can get them both on screen simultaneously here talking? Is this possible? We're going to try brand new technologies to bring this to you, okay? Um, all right, let's get that one here. All right, and then we're just going to play them both, and you <laughs> tell me, tell me what you think here. Bill and all these other people, so we want to make sure that the way the media characterized that is not what, what other people mean when they talk about it. That was a complete diversion, and that's a lesson that I learned. And I think that everybody needs to be on the lookout if you are a conservativist. The media will try to say when you when you talk about this, what you really mean is something else, and that's a good segue into Epstein because when I initially Actually, um, sued to unseal the Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, it's exact, right? It's almost they're saying same guy in chat room, same diff, same diff. Uh, the Epstein was advertised as regular Epstein, but, uh, but but it was actually Jeffrey Epstein. I, I mean, <laughs> am I cr okay? Anyway, it doesn't matter. All right, that was it. That's all of my uh, talking points for the Alex Stein program. It's over. We're done. Oh, except I skipped ahead and went all the way to the Revenge of the Sis episode of Alex Stein. Now, it's, it's hard to find this episode because they aren't in the thumbnail and they're not in the title. The title of this episode is Laura Trump the real reason Trump was arrested, okay? Um, do I? Yeah, I've got time codes. Well, I don't know why I have time codes because we could really just watch this whole thing. So they got big leagued by Laura Trump. Are they even in the description? They do put, they, it was nice enough to stick them in the description, but nowhere else. And let's go ahead and get to the introduction of the boys, 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 which of course they stole, stole, stole from Ryan Long. He's just how to ride a horse and save a cowboy, whatever that's all about. And uh, that should be interesting. And then we also have, that's right, guys, believe it or not. Caller Mersh confirmed. Feeling. Yeah, that's right. Caller Mersh. He's not good enough for a thumbnail. He's not good enough for the title. Laura Trump. That is the daughter-in-law to God the one. Damn, I have the audio up all the way on this. It's so quiet. The only our Lord and Savior, Donald Trump. Burger baby. Yeah. Trump. Check bio. Sorry. With our goons have so many AKAs, I can't keep them straight. Sorry, that last guy was Burger Baby. Um, this new guy is check bio. She's coming on the program to tell us about what's happening to her father-in-law and, <sighs> you know, just talk about the overall, you know, terrible things that are happening in the country right now. So before we get to all those great guests, we have an incredible incredible duo okay and you already don't believe even if it was 
Like it could be Simon and Garfunkel and you wouldn't be that excited. So you know this is going in a bad direction, but this is the moment you guys have all been waiting for. I know everybody's been sitting there with bated breath, waiting for me to cover ROTC on Alex Stein. We saved it for this one. I mean, I'm talking about a real, real ragtag bunch of great guys. We, you know them. <laughs> ragtag bunch of, it's two. It's two guys. If you're ragtag and there's only dose of you, that's pretty. You're fucking raggedy, man. As Revenge of the Sis. And, I I, and most of that is being brought up on Royce's end. He is, of course, Pigpen. There's a cloud of dirt around him. I know him as Mersh and Royce. Welcome. He forgot their names for a second. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, it is Mersh's triangle. Immediate, immediately there's so much going on I don't know where to begin but let's start Mercer's Triangle ha 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 point and laugh also first episode ever that there's a couch they literally brought out Mersh's couch to sleep on I got excited very excited to see all of this they live in Davenport they live on a Davenport it's the couch boys Mersh is wearing the blazer he's wearing the anime version of himself there's his little triangle we're staring right up into his crotch let's not let Cutter or Royce get away with anything by the way we discovered Royce is a suicide girl <laughs> Royce is Royce has cuts all over his wrist he's got a giant bandage he is a suicide girl and Part of the cuts are because he shaves his legs, apparently, which he was very upset about in the last episode that we were saying he shaves his legs. Clearly, they dressed for the, the part here. Alex wearing a suit. The boys wearing whatever the fuck this is. You're not in Florida anymore. Mersh is sinking into the couch. I can't get over it. I mean, it's just insane to even look at this. These are real people. These are cartoon characters. You know them as Revenge of the Sis, and I know them as Mersh and Royce. Welcome. He forgot their name. To Primetime with Alex Stein. They forget Mersh every time. They're like, Mersh, right? I love the blimp. You guys like the blimp? I, yeah, not it's like, the mother blimp. I love the, the blimp. And Mersh goes, with his dainty little fingers, he goes, I can't even do that. His ring finger above the middle finger pinky in the air he's doing almost devil horns but also this weird uh diabetic hand he's got going on he says it's the mother blimp oh oh you've been paying attention to the show I, oh, I didn't know that it's just literally on a screen right behind alex's head where you're looking check bios got the glasses on mother, mother blimp mother yeah blimp. speaking of where is my dead mom Mo the couch is struggling at mersh it's so funny that mersh is a couch guy He's known for being on couches. Every time they put this dude on a couch, he just starts sinking into it. He's a true couch potato. He's like he's, he plants down roots every time he sits. As the show progresses, he just it's like quicksand for him. He becomes one with it. Um, and by the way, the couch is made of child leather. Are you there? What do you think about our guests? They're actually pretty famous on the internet. Have you ever- Here comes the mom bit. The pre-planned mom bit. Heard of a mom. So, uh, this is interesting, by the way. He bring, This is the first time where he brings on the guest and then does the mom bit. Usually the blimp bit starts off things and the guest just sits there awkwardly through it. 
Alex knew that these guys were such zero, such snores, snooze fests, that he was like, you know what? I better do my pre-planned bits while they're technically on the show, you know, to fill that time. I've never heard of them. Um, the only guess I Yeah, because you know what I heard, Mom? I heard a little thing before this that from Sarah Gonzalez, one of the other... Yeah, red couch, exactly. ...who said that when our guests came on the show, you didn't know who they were and you asked them their names. Is that correct, Mom? Uh, yes, that is correct. So, it's just funny, Mom. We, we're trying to run a professional operation, and when I book guests, the least you can fucking do in the metaverse is somehow learn their fucking name. Mersh, I don't know if you can hear this. Mersh is doing his little snaggletooth laugh at this. What's the muttly laugh? It's hard to hear, but he needs Alex to know, like, I think this is good. I think this is the least fucking funny thing that's ever existed, Mersh. And I, I'm including Nightwave. I would rather watch Nightwave than ever watch this show again. James, is that too much? Yeah, I, you hear him? <laughs> the least you can fucking do. Mersh is to Alex. He is the salacious B crumb to Alex Stein's Jabba the Hutt. In the metaverse, they somehow learn their fucking names. Is that too much to fucking ask for, Mom? And even the blimp doesn't know fucking Caller Mersh's name. You want to know his name? Check bio. Alex, language. Oh, yeah, you're right, Mom. Sorry, sorry, Mom. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Mom. But just will you not fuck up my guest name in the fucking future? Okay, bye, Mom. They're loving this. If you want to know who this show is for, here you go. It's guys that look like this. Whatever the fuck this is. And by the way, there's only one. Only one guy that looks like Mersh. Bye, Mom. So, so yeah, that's the mother blimp. I uploaded my dead it. mom's consciousness into this blimp, and she's actually navigating us right now. And we're floating above Dealey Plaza, the uh, site where JFK was assassinated. So, what do you guys like Dallas so far? And Mersh laughs at that. Is there anything this guy won't laugh at? I didn't know it was haunted. But it that's is pretty haunted. cool. Yes. Uh, does this blimp just go back and forth to that one street? Yeah, because it's, it saves helium that way. But oh, okay. yes, it's a okay. very it's a helium saver. We don't want to fuck up climate change. Okay, and then do uh, so you guys are enjoying Dallas right now? I love I love Texas in general. Wow. What about you, Mike? I, I Mike, he forgot Mersh and had to default to Mike. Mike Mersh. Caller Mike Mersh. Check bio. Pot off a one, pot off a one. Oh, Ian Ellis also looks like Mersh. You know what? You're right. Ian Ellis also loves this show. By the way, there's a cardboard cutout of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in the background. I don't know. I don't know. And if you just skip around on the show, just suddenly new bizarre things are added onto the set. I don't know. I can't explain that one, but let's hear what Mike Mersh has to say about Texas. Bring Dallas right now. I love I love Texas in general. Wow, what about you, Mike? I uh, I like Texas. No, I love Florida more, but Texas is a nice home away from home. I enjoy it. I enjoy. <laughs> Alex was ready to move on. Okay. Coming out here and seeing you, wonderful folks. Well, I you enjoy. This is your first time ever in Texas. You don't get to like say, "Oh yeah, no, I love it." We do it all the time. I love that. So you guys have already been. They came in and they already trolled me. You guys, I should have a picture of my office, but I have the worst office here at the Blaze. It's actually near a toilet. So what do you guys think about you know the beautiful studios? But what about my office? The studios here are amazing, but when you walk to his office, it it, it 
100% matches his mood. <laughs> There's garbage everywhere. There's yes. boxes unopened. He has like what it looks like. Remember the unfinished offices in Die Hard? Yes. That's what he's sitting at. And he's sitting there and I go, please don't change anything. This is exactly what you need. He's sitting with a backwards cap going, what are we doing next? What is going on? He, he looks like Pepe Silva. That's him the entire time. I love your office. Yes. And what people don't know is you guys have been here and we actually filmed an incredible bit that we're going to you know, showcase a little later. We went on a little dating extravaganza mm. with the... Okay, so there's your preview for the pod off their show tonight. The dating game. Now, it's interesting that Alex says we're going to show that a little later. It doesn't show up in this episode. They didn't show it until the next week, but there you go. They pre-record stuff. There's the proof. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. Let's go to our next time code here. And you would think we could just watch any of this. I'm not kidding. This show is so fucking bad. Even Revenge of the Sis doesn't save it. Like, we can't even... There's just nothing. There's just nothing. Um. All right. 23. There we go. .com. I can't wait to watch this movie. It's going to be great. I, so they just did an ad read for a movie. And Royce jumps in. Oh, yeah. This is a great movie. Alex knows it's bullshit. It's like one of those... Um. It's like a Daily Wire movie or something. Just something aimed at boomers. It'll fool them into buying it. And Al Alex can't even do it. He's like literally getting paid to say it. And he's dying laughing at the idea of Royce watching this movie. Cannot wait. Guys, I'm sweating. I'm having kind of a panic attack right What's now. What's the Bud Light? No, yeah. it's yeah, I know, but you know what eases up the Bud Light a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. You uh, yeah. You know, you okay, here we go. You've seen the memes. You've seen the photos all over the internet. Alex is pulling out props. Now, this is a bizarre thing that happened on this episode. Alex is so unsure of the funniness of his guests. He knows that they've got nothing to offer. They're the, they're the worst guests of any shows that they've ever been on. Alex has brought along a table full of prop comedy. He doesn't do this in any other episode. Just the ROTC episode. And he just starts doing stuff with props. Everything is a fucking prop now on this show. I floated this theory last episode, the primo episode. ROTC uh, in Texas, bigger in Texas. I floated the theory. I think that Alex is sick and tired of being trolled by Pot Awful. I don't think he can handle it anymore. I'm the king of all trolls. None of these people are known, and I'm, like, known, you know, across the world. It was just never true. And I think, this is true, I really do think this. I think this episode and everything he did around these guys for the entirety that they were in Texas was Alex writing a love letter to Jesse, swacking it, sealing it with a kiss, and sending it off to me and going, Jesse... I'm sorry. Sacrifice to dear God. Here it is. I'm taking photos of Mersh while he's getting his makeup done and making him post the most embarrassing tweets of all time. I'm making fun of them, bringing them onto these Blaze shows where they're absolutely terrible. I'm big-timing them. I'm forcing Mersh to go through a dating game that you'll see in the pod after show. And I'm doing this. Jesse, please. Is this not good enough for dear God? Will he accept my sacrifice? Get the Bud Light. If you got the Bud Light, you got to get the white. If you got the Bud Light, 
so we like to just. Can I? Can I can yo, I, yeah, yeah. We're just kind of having a little bit, a little. Just a little for fun. Yeah, he's Cuban, so none for me anymore. So Royce takes a little bit of the fake booger sugar and just rubs it on his gums. Ha ha ha! That's funny. Mersh says, no, thanks, none for me. He doesn't want to be a part of whatever this is. But look at the nefarious look in Alex's eyes. That is the eye of the tiger. This is a man prepared to troll. He knew what he was doing when he got into this. Watch. Anymore. Are you trying to quit? You sure? Yeah, you I get the... <laughs> I hate you so much. No, just grab the Fenty. It's okay. It's he throws the fake cocaine at Mersh's fucking triangle. And now for the rest of the show and the rest of Mersh's time in Texas, he has a big white highlight on his retarded little green man. I hate you so Why? It's just a little fentanyl on your shirt, dude. It's not, it's not that big of a deal, dude. Don't wait. Alex. I never thought I'd say this, but sacrifice, sacrifice accepted. accepted. You know what? I, I think we're friends again. I don't know. I think I might like Alex. I mean, he's a goon, but we've been friends with plenty of goons before. I, this is amazing, and it's not even done. I, I, I mean, I'm stopping it too early. Let's keep watching. Waste it. Don't spill it all, dude. Please You're going to yeah, waste it. Oh my you, God! I don't like to send. Nobody, I don't like nobody. to send that kind of message to kids. No. Okay. I know. And our, our God, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm like 30 again. Yeah. Well, and I'm sweating, guys. I'm freaking sweating well, my it's balls the, off. It's the cocaine. The but good the, news well, is, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like you know evening it out with the fentanyl. With the fent, cut it off. I hear you, man. That's what I'm saying. It's a little high. So everything Alex does in this episode is designed to make these guys, and specifically Mersh, look like the biggest retard of all time. Balls. Good news is flower gets out of jeans and a black t-shirt very easily. So that, that yeah. Then Mersh immediately destroys the bit. Says it's not fentanyl. It's Flower. That is flour. That is not an illegal drug. YouTube censors you try to pull some mm -hmm. garbage trying mm -hmm. to strike this. It's called comedy. It's called humor. And one day we'll try to learn what that is and do it on the show. All right. <laughs> we now welcome on country music legend. And okay. Now I realize I've made a mistake. I skipped a bunch of stuff, but I'm glad we did because it kind of gives us a second to. Okay. You see what he did with that. You see that uh, that he's got this table of props. Let's see all the stuff he does to humiliate ROTC, okay? Transgender stuff. I know you guys talk about it all the time, but I... <laughs> you guys talk about transgender stuff all the time. You're obsessed with trans. They say I'm obsessed with Mersh. Well, Mersh, obsessed with the trans. I think it's like some sort of demonic New World Order, like like occultic, esoteric, weird thing to masculinize women and feminize the freaking boys. What's going on in your opinion? I think it's, I think it's, like, it's about making us weak. Like making us docile. Okay, so know? he's like answering honestly. Like the same, like, you remember the remember the goo bags from South Park? Everyone's just this generic. And right back to just stealing from South Park. You can't that avoid pale it. thing. You're not gonna fight back. I think that's what it is. I mean, what? Look, here's the thing. The whole demonic thing we've known. Look, we caught some. We caught them burning effigies in the woods, and they go. You hear that? You hear that rustling? Alex is bored. Royce is on a jag. Alex is like, fuck this shit. We were just kidding, and no one ever talked about it again. You know. But I think it's more, oh, good. So 
I don't know if you guys know this, but my favorite uh, beer is Bud Light. When you drink this beer, you immediately become a homosexual. So tonight, <laughs> tonight for you guys, I am a straight male. But after I take a sip of this, I am going to become a homosexual. So let's just see if this. And you guys want one oh, too? Okay, yep. And then it says it's going to turn me gay. Here, here you go, Mersh. I'm making you drink the gay liquid. Drink gay juice. Yeah, absolutely. We're, gonna We're just going to try this test. What right. end do you put it in? Uh -oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I might rub it on my. Uh, just for I a just good luck, yet, I'm gonna just, just for a little luck, I'm okay. gonna rub it on there to warm it up. Okay. okay. Good, good, All right. Good, good. So let's try this. Let's see. Oops. This is now the Does Bud Light Make You Gay test. Here we go. Cheers, cheers, boys. That is so delicious. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, that is so good. Okay. Least funny thing that's ever happened. Obvious joke. I, by the way, did it. Pot Awful did it. Forget South Park did it. Forget Simpsons did it. Pot Awful did it. We need to start doing that. Pot Awful did it first. I've seen that one before. We need to do that. Pot Awful did it. Remember the gay and trans helmet? This makes you want to suck some dick. I finally. <laughs> now he's getting rice to do it. I'm talking like rice. Now the rice is doing it. Understand rent. Oh my. I okay. So Royce's joke is I finally understand rent. What is there to understand? They can't pay their rent and they're gay. A couple of them have AIDS, and it's a musical. That's a tough one for you. Oh my God, I want to go. Finally, understand rent. Oh my. So Royce repeats it. I didn't go back. He says it twice. He felt like it was talked over. He thought that was a good enough joke to do it. So nice. He said it twice. Old Mercy two times here might repeat him too. Oh my God, I'm like four times more likely to molest a kid. Oh my. Okay, I was looking for Alex Stein drops, but. Finally understand rent. Oh my god, I'm like four times more likely to molest a kid. Oh my, oh my god, I'm like, that's true, by the way, because uh, if Mersh is telling the truth, and I don't think he is, I think he's stealing molested valor. I tweeted this out already, but if Mersh is telling the truth, Mersh tweeted out, he said that he got fucked in the asshole by several adult male family members, which is an odd way to start your day. It's 6 a.m., Mersh is drunk, and he's horny posting. I got fucked in my ass. <laughs> I mean, this is a real tweet from Mersh. Now, I think he's lying. I think, number one, obviously, while, it, while listen, I want to 100% believe that Mersh had gay sex with his own family, obviously. But Mersh is clearly too ugly for any pedo to molest, even when he was a kid. And number two... What's more likely? Mersh was molested? Which I think barely ever happens anyway. I think molestation is like usually a fake thing. What's more likely? He was molested or he heard Jim Norton say it. You tell me, stolen molested valor or not? I should run another poll, but I don't fucking feel like it. Let's type 69 in chat if it's stolen molested valor, 911 if he was really touched by his dad, his uncle, several family friends, the milkman, um, the mechanic, the family mechanic. You know, he knows a guy. And listen, if it's true, if Mersh was molested, then what he's saying here is right. I finally understand rent. Oh my God, I'm like four times more likely to molest a kid. Oh my By the way, that dead tooth really on display there. Holy God. Actually, RoboCam, can we get a... Yeah, let's zoom in here. 
Not on the couch, not on the couch, the dead tooth. No, not the triangle, the dead tooth RoboCam. Yoinks. Holy shit. Can we uh, focus? Focus, please. Wow. That is fucking disgusting. Okay, well, there you go. What are they saying in the chat room here? We got 69, 69, 69, 9, 11, 69, 69, 69, 9, 11, 69, 69. It's mostly 69, so we're going with stolen molested valor. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so gay. But Alex is trying to get on our good side here. Back to that. Now, what about your dicks? I want to suck on them. <laughs> Beer. This is fun. Oh I my just, god. I just wish it was thicker. That's all. It's not thick. Oh enough. my god. Mm. I want just a big black Johnson right down my throat to chase this down with. Wouldn't that be good? Just a little hard I on? I just wish there was a tranny on the can. That would move well. you more at home. Look, I'm on the can now. Look, there I'm go. on the can. Look, look, look. I'm on the can. Look, look how gay this is. Look, I'm, I'm this is taking me so gay that I'm actually having anal sex <laughs> with a Bud Light. Y'all never seen that. You've never seen somebody actually have sex. This is gay sex. With a Bud Light. So take that, Dylan Mulvaney. Too bad you cut off your dick and you can't jam it in a Bud Light anymore. But let me tell you something. This is delicious. I'm gay as hell and I freaking love it. Dylan Mulvaney. Um, that's a drop. We'll grab that one. Go ahead and grab that one. That's a drop. One more time. But let me tell you something. This is delicious. I'm gay as hell and I freaking love it. Dylan Mulvaney um, should use the Bud Light can to dilate. Well, you know, that's another thing actually on a serious note. If you didn't oh, know this. <laughs> Okay, now we're doing a serious note. Whew, that was a lot. Or, do you feel out of breath? I do. Good, because we can stop drinking. Yeah, we can like stop that, drinking right? this okay, okay, This is terrible. Beer. This is crap here. We don't want to drink this, this crap. Pour this up. If you drink beer. this shit, you are gay. No, but no Bud Light on set. We hate this. It's okay. He's trying to pour it all over Royce. By the way, again, he's trying to get on my good side here. Okay, if he gets on the cameraman. If you drink this gay ass beer. You're gonna wake up with a dick in your butt. All right, so I think. But again, Mersh just drank that beer. I think I figured out why he has the office he has. But yeah. my favorite though is that Dylan Mulvaney <laughs> came out and was like getting this deal with Bud Light, and suddenly people were like, "I'm boycotting Bud Light," and my only reaction was, "You've been drinking Bud Light this whole time?" Like, yeah, I, know. I can't what believe I'm gonna say this. You? Let me wash out the taste with Monster. Mm -hmm. That's a way more straight drink. Mm. And now, so Mersh and Roy start talking. Now Alex, for some reason, randomly is, he's LOL so random, he's now wearing glasses. I don't know. Where'd those come from? I don't know. Well, I can't read the prompter. What the fucking glasses suck? Everything sucks. I can't read a damn thing. Just prop comedy. <laughs> Just we're doing props now. Carrot top. This is actually, now that he's gay, this is carrot bottom. Listen, and then I wear this mask. This is my COVID-19 mask. And you know what? They don't fucking like this mask. I hate this mask. So he's just shattering a mask everywhere. The pieces of it, the shards, these sharp shards fly everywhere. A piece of it hits merch. I hate this shit sometimes. I'm trying to do a goddamn show sometimes. And I'm breaking stuff. It's just difficult. It's just he just has props ready to break. And I was sitting there racking my brain, trying to figure out why would Alex shatter this mask? I was talking it out loud and I said, he's just shattering this porcelain mask. Shattering porcelain. I think this was a dog whistle. He's in front of Mersh shattering porcelain. Do you see what I'm talking about here? You see what's going on? Boom. And then of course he gives uh, Mersh a crotch full of powder. All right, let's skip ahead again here. 
Had read over. Let's get to 3040. He has a really boring interview with some country music stars. It was terrible. Um, Royce and Mersh completely quiet through the whole thing. Is, is this Tom Green? I fucking wish it would be funny if this was Tom Green. Is a JVT, and he's a huge fan, and he wanted to sing you a song. Uh, he's a big Naked Cowboy fan, so... And here we go. You've seen the images everywhere online now. Um, Mersh is now staring at the butthole of the naked drug dealer. Now, I know you're used to seeing Mersh when he's around the guy in a budgie smuggler. He usually has his tongue sticking out, but this is also his weed dealer, so he's trying to be a little bit more respectful. Usually it's Mersh bringing the drugs to the guy in the bikini. This time, it's the other way around. We were going to have him do a couple modernized versions of some of your hit songs. So uh, please, Jimmy, for the love of God, do not hey, embarrass us. This really is a real country phone. music legend. <laughs> okay, yeah, so I just wanted to start the audience. It's, Maybe uh, zoom out, because I want you to be able to see his package yeah, more. I want to be able to show his, so it's, it's very small. There we go. Enjoy. So no, yeah. It says And of course, the shot goes in. Now this is interesting. They had this shot ready to go. The shot goes in tight on Mersh, who is now biting his lip in an effort. The dead teeth have a, a, a death grip on his bottom lip in an effort not to squirt himself. Alex has thrown powder in order to dry Mersh's wet, squirched triangle. He knew this was coming. We've got an ass full of budgie smuggler here. Budgie smuggler. Yeah, yeah. Very weird. And Mersh is like gripping the side of the couch. Oh! Oh. Smuggler. It's, yes. Well, it's, it's our sponsor. You have to do the sponsor. It's not really our sponsor. And Mersh can't stop looking at that hiney. It's not. Just just play. He's trying. He's like playing it off. Like, oh, no, I was looking over here the whole time. Play the song, well, please. so yeah. it, the original one is Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Everybody, yeah, everybody knows that. Yes. But, yeah. But Mersh ain't looking away. I, listen, you're not going to catch me looking at that right now. I'm not even looking at it. I'm doing, I'm going like this. I'm like, oh. Uh, Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize the uh, moon base had a ceiling. Oh, that's neat. What is that? We're a ceiling fan? That's weird. There's a few other renditions. Larry the Cable Guy had a great rendition. It went, save a whore, read a playboy. So now he's doing Larry the Cable Guy's jokes. Great. Everybody say, save a whore, read is a playboy. Yeah, that's have... real. He made a joke about it. And it's oh, like, yeah, and I remembered it my whole. But, John, if you went woke. John, I apologize. This would be how it went. It would go, trans your kid, make a girl boy. Why would he do that? This guy wants to be the star so bad. He was willing to get naked to come on cam. Last one, John. Oh if you ever want he was willing to get naked in front of Mersh. That's dangerous. Gosh, hurry. Sponsored by Mersh's little claw is twitching right now. He wants to reach out and grab that. Pfizer, it would go like this. Hit like, by the way. Mersh is gay. Hit like. Save your grandma, boost your butthole. Why would you stick a needle? <laughs> We're just loving it. He loves this. Save your grandma, boost your butthole. That's too riveting. This is a real legendary superstar here. Thank you, John. Big fan. Mersh here's butthole, and he's all in. Literally.
Hope you liked it. Yes, he loved well, it. Now get off. Yeah, he did not like that. No, fan. listen. Did I leave anything? No, get off set, Jimmy, before you're fired. We got to finish our incredible. Mersh dying laughing. Absolutely loves it. Okay, now let's go over here to our final time code of the night. One hour after all the. We're going to skip all of the Laura Trump interview. It doesn't matter at all. We're going to go all the way. It's almost the end of the. Okay, let's see if we're back now. I think we're back now. Are we back now? I believe we are back now. Um, sort of. Except, as you can see, the cringe, the fringe, it has absolutely destroyed everything. I think RoboCam is now broken somehow. Not exactly sure how that even works. Um, the screen is a flicker. I don't. I literally don't think I can fully control my camera now for some reason. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Listen, I, there was one more time code. We're on the final time code, okay? We got to make this happen. Let's just try to get through it. And then, oh God, then we'll attempt to do a pot off the show. I will have to try to restart everything to do the pot off the show. We're just going to make it work with this one okay 107.38 now what I was trying to say is the last leg of the show this is our final time code what do you think is the thing they end up talking about in this last one come on TV stop it this was the TV that's supposed to make Mersh jealous <laughs> okay you're embarrassing me you're embarrassing me in front of all of my friends. Let's see. Can I wait? This finally stopped. Nope. That's bl for some reason. The fucking sound machine is blinking. What is this? I've never even seen this before. This is ridiculous. Okay. Let's try to do uh, maybe this view. I think this view will work for the big screen. Maybe. Nope, nothing, really? Seriously, I can't control the camera. <laughs> All right, well, you'll use your imaginations. Here's the final bit. Here we go. Hello to so the concept good. of war. Yeah, yeah. he's the one who created war, modern-day warfare. Okay, guys, it's been an incredible show. We got to wrap things up here in the next few minutes, but... Man, I know there's some people, some big fans of ours that are watching this show tonight that are mad, you know? Mm. And some big fans are watching that he knows are mad. Now, who could he possibly be talking about? That's what I love so much. I just love that us being ourselves, goofing around, pisses people off. So how, in the future, can we continue to keep pissing people off? Oh, the fentanyl stuff is great. That pisses I people mean, off, that, you think? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Good. Having fun pisses people off. That pisses people off. Being happy. Are you having fun? Does it seem like they are the ones having fun? Mad at that. People get mad at and that. Ignoring them. Yeah, just being successful. <laughs> Ignore. Roy says and ignoring them. If you saw the last Primo episode, that is so funny. Royce had a meltdown about the haters. Enjoying life. And Mersh says being successful. Ooh, when are you going to start? Get real mad at that. People get mad at and that. And ignoring them. Yeah, just being successful and enjoying life. And then tell That's all it, you have to do. And, and for, for the people playing. Oh, it's that simple. Mersh knows how to handle the haters. All you got to do is enjoy your life.
thing at home, if you're not familiar with Royce and Mercer's work, you should be. Now they have one of the best podcasts. Like I said at the beginning, I love their podcast. Rumble been, baby. Now, Are you kidding me? Now they're on Rumble. So tell us a little bit about that uh, transition. What's Rumble all about? Wow, you're just, just going to throw it to me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so Mersh never talks during any of these. Alex tries to get them to say something. Royce throws it to Mersh. Mersh isn't ready at all. And you know why he's not ready? Because Mersh secretly hates Rumble. <laughs> no, Rumble's great. Um, we have had the best shows we've had in years on Rumble. And it's not because we're being any edgier or anything. It's just because the worry is gone. So we can just, we can make a joke. Like we can say stuff that like, we were doing a lot of self-editing in the last couple of course. years. Of course, we're doing it on this show. We did it tonight. I'm saying, I'm not even trying to like, uh, try to break the kayfabe. Tonight we've had to self-edit. It's fucking. Did he just say kayfabe? I'm going to start telling you about the dark side of the force. I swear to God. Lame as shit. You, you got to pull back and it sucks. Like being on Rumble, they let us do it pretty much. They've helped us out. They let us do whatever we wanted. And it kind of feels like the old days of radio back when you can. You are not on the radio. Okay, that's it. I can't take any more. That's it. Listen, Alex, I see what you're doing. I see what you're going for. I think you're trying to send me out a little smoke signal. Maybe you just don't want this smoke anymore. I hear you. There's one problem. All right. My final problem with all of this, okay, we're, we're going to give up on this fucking terrible show forever. You know what? I can never watch a show again. You don't have to worry about me making fun of this terrible show ever again. The only problem I have is you threatened to sue me after sending bounty hunters to my parents. That's what you said. Then it didn't happen. But then Mersh threatened to sue me. And now here's Mersh on your show. So apparently, you actually were considering it at some point, I think. And now, of course, luckily, looks like Mersh's lawsuit's not happening. Mersh claimed that Alex was going to help him sue me. Now, I need to know for a fact that I'm not getting sued. And I think I'm going to come up with a great proposition for how we can make sure of that now in the episode where Mersh was threatening to sue me I had a bit of a, a final gambit if you will on why he should think twice about doing that well I've got one here tonight as well you see like we said at the top of the show Alex Stein is running for school board Here's Alex uh, Stein, steinfortexas.com. I will fight to death to save these kids' futures. Not the way it looks to me when you're out and about prancing around drag queen style with your little schmeckledeckle. In the middle of all of this, in the middle of him trying to save these kids, okay, Alex has started a lawsuit against his BB Latina, not baby Latina, big booty, AOC. He is threatening to sue. Actually, he is suing AOC for blocking him on Twitter, which might sound ridiculous to you. And it is ridiculous, but it's based on the precedent that um, was set against Donald Trump. When Trump was in office, they said he couldn't block people on Twitter because he's the president. It's a freedom of speech issue. It's one I actually agree with. I think this is a good move. So Alex
Alex is using the system that AOC benefited from against her. It's a funny thing to do, to sue AOC for blocking him over the sexual trolling he did against her in the same way she wanted to sue Donald Trump for blocking people. I get it. The problem is, Alex, if you're running for school board, if you're fighting to make a difference with these kids, if you want to build a better future, build back better with your boy Beto and Biden, if that's what you really want to do, well, then you're a public figure. Worse than a public figure, you might be a government figure. And it just so happens, many, many of Podawful's henchmen are actually in Texas. This decision may actually affect those people. And I seem to recall that Alex Stein has actually blocked me on Twitter. I mentioned this before. And I seem to recall he's blocked everyone who follows me on Twitter. And many of the people who follow me on Twitter are in Texas. And the whole country is supposed to care about Texas now, right? Because Texas is, it's like, it's Florida number two. It's the freest state. So my concerns with what's going on in the political spheres of America are centered right there in the heart of Texas, where you're running for school board for a school that your grandma shot up. What I'm trying to say here, Alex, is if there's ever a whiff of an idea, of a thought, of a feeling, of an emotion, of you being involved in any manner with anyone claiming that they're going to sue me, you or anyone else, myself, my lawyer, blackface lawyer, Nick Ricada, and the entire pot-awful cult are prepared to enact a class action lawsuit against Alex Stein. If you are a public figure, if you are running for political office, you cannot block people. It's against freedom of speech. And you're on the blaze, a home to freedom of speech. You wouldn't want to look like a hypocrite, would you? So I'm fine with this supposed truce. Maybe it's one I just imagined. Maybe you weren't actually sending me secret little messages just for me inside my head. But just in case I'm right, let's let bygones be bygones. Alex, unblock me on Twitter and we're all good. It all goes away. Heck, I think as a fellow king of trolls, which you claim to be, can I even access this now i'm the king of all trolls none of these people are known and i'm like known that you know one. across the world that one somehow still works none of the other buttons work alex if you're truly a king of trolls then meet with me the jester of trolls truly a joker of this earth meet me in the middle tell me that you are trying to make fun of mersh too you can do it secretly. Remember when Gavin wanted to be secret friends with Andy No? Don't worry, Alex. Your secret is safe with me. Thank you for putting up with this episode. We had a lot of little technical difficulties. We'll figure it out at some point. We'll get all these ironed out 
as we always do it's a real tough listen the system the henchmen are still working on it but i appreciate you join us immediately following this in the pizza fund i know it's late for a lot of you guys i have to restart the whole computer to make this happen once again but we will be going live in the pizza fund right after this show is over you can check that out if you're watching this later over at podawful.pizza grab that after show we're gonna watch mersh go on the most cringeworthy fringeworthy date of all time all thanks to our secret, secret friend, friend. friend alex stein notice the echo wasn't on alex stein see I'm meeting you halfway, Alex. All right. Thanks a lot. Don't go on the internet tomorrow. And until next time, have an awful day.